So it's finally here, football season. But do you know what this season is about? No? Well, let me walk you through it. This is more than the end of summer and the start of fall. This is what was built in the heat of July and August. This is weights, sprints, drills, blocks, and tackles. It's X's and O's, game film, scout team, and first team. This is the drive to be better, to prove something to all those doubters. This is the past, present, and future. It's the memories of Moss, Gigging, and Sapness, and the dreams of the greats to come. This is the Central League in Delaware County. This is Newtown Square, Marple, and Broomall, united. This is the Tiger Roar, Friday Night Lights. It's Shelly Strong. It's the cheerleaders, the alumni, teachers, and the student section. What do they call themselves again? Oh, yeah, the jungle. But most of all, this is the orange and black. This is Marple Newtown football. This is family. And family is everything. So sit back, grab your popcorn, and enjoy. This is 2015 Marple Newtown football. Five, four, three, two, one. It's in motion. It's a handoff to him. Far side. He's going to look to throw. Throws back. It's going to be intercepted. Middle of the field by Marple Newtown. That's Carmen Christiana. Another turnover for him. And he brings it inside the 40 to the 39-yard line for Marple Newtown. We'll see what they do here back on defense. Legal to return. Fake, fake, up the middle goes Spring, goes Marple Newtown. It's, it's, it's Christiana up the middle, across the 50 and down to the 46 yard line. Carmen Christiana on the fake punt, and Marple Newtown into Springfield territory. Marple Newtown weathers the Hawk, passes down the sidelines, Hawk breaking tackles, fights his way into the end zone, touchdown Marple Newtown. What an excellent job by Abel Hawk. Out of the eye, it's a handoff to Sapness. He runs behind his blocker. Good patience across the 30, across the 40, across the 50. One man to beat, across the 35. On speed, nearly tripped up. There he goes, Adrian Sapness. Touchdown! Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's moving out your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Can you feel what's about to happen on this field, man? Jonic, three wide receivers. Looking, looking. Pressure, ball comes out. Ball comes out. Scoop and score for Marple Newtown. Scoop and score for number 53 of Marple Newtown, Kyle Kelly. Runners under center again now at, at midfield. 5.44 to go. And he's looking, looking. He's going to throw slant route to Abel Hoff. Makes the catch at the 40. He's inside. He's going to break away across the 20. Can one man to beat? He stays on his feet. Touchdown. Kennard tried to tackle at the 5 and couldn't get both legs. And Hoff is in for a touchdown. Yep. It's a handoff to Sapness. Looking for a hole. He bounces to the outside after initial contact. A few more yards after initial contact. Still going. Breaks free. He's got the first down. He's got the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. This is the Tigers Radio Network.
And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of high school football heard exclusively on the Tigers radio network is brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brumar Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePentima, and Jim Olsman. It was 1977. The Oakland Raiders were the defending Super Bowl champs. Jimmy Carter was president. The very first Star Wars movie was released. The movie Rocky won Best Picture. The King of Rock, Elvis Presley, died. Gas prices were 65 cents. The average cost of a house was $14,000. Our executive producer, Jim Lawson, was in diapers. And Marple Newtown football was undefeated on their way to clinch the last Century League title in program history. The 2015 edition of Marple Newtown football has a chance to rewrite history today and start 5-0 for the first time in 38 years. But first, they must get past the Aces of Lower Marion, who come in today's matchup at 1-3, with two losses at a combined seven points and a victory over defending single-A champs Delco Christian. My name is Steve Reynolds, and with a little reshuffling in the booth today due to yesterday's game postponement, Alongside me for today's game is former color man and my predecessor, Crystal Garavellis, who I'm delighted to be high atop the 50-yard line with in Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown. So, Crystal, welcome to back to the booth. How are you doing, Steve? Good. Always a pleasure to be here. Thanks you, James, and the Tigers football program for having me out. So let's discuss how Marple and Lower Marion got to this point of playing a game today at 4 o'clock on Saturday. So about yesterday around 5.30, it was decided by both school athletic directors and the referees that the inclement weather was a hazard to the player's safety. So they decided to push it back to 4 o'clock today. And I think it was a great decision after most of the high schools in the county did the same. Uh, so, Christo, as a former high school and collegiate football player, tell me two things here. What are the advantages and disadvantages as playing in torrential rain and high winds? And also, what do you think it's mentally to these kids on having to know that, you know, just an hour before a game yesterday that they were told they're not going to play. They have to come today. They have to go back home and come out tomorrow and play a football game. How do you think they'll respond today to both those things? I think the kids will respond fine. Mentally, it's tough because you work hard all week, get it organized for the game on Friday night, and then you have a postponement, and then you have to hold off another day to get back on the field. So it's a little tough mentally. But um, as far as it goes for the advantages and disadvantages, uh, there's really not too much. I mean, Marple likes to throw a ball, the ball a little bit more than Lower Marion does, so that's probably an advantage to them. Um, disadvantage, Lower Marion probably wanted to get this game in last night because it seems like they had some players that were not able to play today, so they probably wanted to have their best chances last night. But besides that, it's okay. You know, you, it happens all the time. You get games postponed, lightning, you get delays, you have to wait. Things happen like that. But uh, it's a beautiful night tonight, and everybody should enjoy some football. So MN leads the series 26-23, to 23, with MN taking the last 15 matchups a- against Lower Marion. 
Marple comes in today's game at 4-0, the lone undefeated team in the Central League overall. After giving Radner their first loss in a 20-9 victory over the Red Raiders last Friday here at Marple Newtown. MN has a stifling defense, and in the first four games of the season, they've only allowed, they're allowing seven points a game on average, which ranks eighth in the Class 3A in the state of Pennsylvania. Christo, what does Marble need to do to continue their success on defense against Lower Marion? Marble needs to do just what they've been doing. They've been flying to the football. Their D-line has been playing tremendous. The linebackers have been flowing, and their D-backs are making plays. Offensively, you just have to keep getting the ball to Abel Hoff. Uh, he's the guy the offense run through runs through and the quarterbacks just have to keep playing solid quarterback play don't turn the ball over and hand the ball off to the three uh three running backs you guys have and everything will be okay so lower marion comes in today's game after dropping last week's matchup to one of the central league's favorites garnet valley but overall this season lower marion is playing good football as i mentioned they defeated defending single a champs delco christian 36 to 25 in week two and two of their three losses to chichester and conestoga both went down to the wire and brian scopoletti's uh, second season as head coach, he has Lower Marion playing sound football, and they look to give Marple Newtown their first loss this season. Christo, what does Lower Marion need to do in order to break this 15-game losing streak against Lower Marion or against Marple Newtown? Uh, to be honest with you, Steve, they have to do a lot tonight. They have to be able to score points. They have to be able to hand the ball off, no turnovers. They have to play a perfect football game, and everybody has to play their best game of the season for them to get the win tonight. If they don't do any of that, it's I just don't see them getting the win tonight. Good. And uh, a note for football listeners, uh, Lower Marion's uh, big-time back, who they've had in the first three games, didn't have last week, uh, Isaac Iglesias, will not be playing tonight. So that is a big loss for Lower Marion. Uh, He had the bulk of their carries in the first three games. Pretty much why they had so much success. They really missed him last week in their big loss to Garnet Valley. Um, What can Lower Marion do, um, you know, Pretty much, what can you know when you lose one of your best players? What does the coaching staff do? How do the players have to adjust to that? Well, it's the next man up. The next guy behind him has to perform up to the standards of a coach. And if the coach does his job all week and gets the kid prepared, there shouldn't be that much of a drop off. Sure, there's always going to be a difference between a first team player and a second team player and a third team player. But if you're next up in line, you just have to give your best effort and just hope you prepare. Some notes on Marple Newtown. Last week against Radnor, they trout for their first time all season, and it was a big question how they would respond. How would they respond? Uh, well, after they let up a 7 nothing lead, they came right down the field, scored, answered that, and they were well on their way to a 20-9 victory. Uh, Chris, you were at last week's game. What did you take away from that? I thought uh, Marple played pretty good football all around. Defensively, I thought they played a great game. Offensively, they do what they do. They get the ball to Abel Hoff. You get it in his hands, he'll score. Um, they handed the ball off. The quarterbacks did not make turnovers. I just think Radner was a little playing a little bit over their heads that week, um, all coming off a big win against Springfield. So on their part, they they were coming in high-headed, but um, realistically, Marple gave them what they got. And real quick, we'll, uh, why me and Chris are in the booth today, uh, it's because of the postponement in the game yesterday, our usual play-by-play man, Dave DePasqua, and our sideline reporter, Eric DiPentimo, could not make tonight's game, uh, but they're, I'm sure they're listening in, and uh, as well as our guy down south, Greg Pecco, who was with us uh, for the past uh, about six, seven years, is listening. And going off of talking about Greg, he gives a midweek report each week, gives a player of the week. This past 
last week's player of the week was Noah Turner, the powerful defensive end, um, three-year starter for Marple Newtown. Last week uh, he forced uh, three tackles for loss and had a sack. Um, and let's just talk about Marple Newtown on offense, uh, some things about them. They've been very balanced this year. Um, Coach-kicking teams are known to want to pass a lot. We saw last year when they had to back Adrian Satin. They, they ran a, a lot of times as Satin has broke the county rushing record with over 2,000 yards. But this season they've been balanced, eight rushing touchdowns, eight passing touchdowns. They've outscored opponents 78-15 to 15 in the first half. So they've, they're known to start fast. Um, and I think they have to keep that up tonight if they want to uh, come out, move to 5 and as we talked about, for the first time since 1977. And another thing, they haven't allowed a fourth-quarter touchdown all season long. Coach Harry Gicking's defense has been stifling all season long in the first four games. I expect them to continue that tonight, um, You know, even with the absence of Lower Marion's running back, Iglesias, uh, I expect their defensive backs to become ready to play as Lower Marion you know, is going to have to look to do something else, maybe put the ball in the air. Uh, also, DiCamillo, Gino DiCamillo, their senior captain, linebacker, is the leading tackler on this team. He calls the defense. And Abel Hoff, which we talked about last year, coming off a season or a career year, um, breaking the single-season reception record in Delaware County. He has 605 all-purpose yards and seven touchdowns. He is first in Delaware County in receiving yards. And his counterpart, Marcus Weathers, who's now playing receiver this year, um, four games into the season, he's fourth in Delaware County in receiving. Um, now, Crystal, you've had a chance to come see some of these games. Um, we've had a new quarterback uh, at the helm here for Marple Newtown, Anthony Paoletti. He's second in Delaware County in QB rating. Um, really first now because of Harford's injury uh, to their quarterback, which uh, you never want to see. Uh, he was playing so well, ended up getting injured. So essentially, Paoletti is number one in Delaware County in passer rating. Um, what does he have to do tonight? Only a sophomore has been playing really well, hasn't turned the ball over a ton. Uh, it's given Marple Newtown, of course, you know, a 4-0 record. What does he have to do tonight to continue his, his success as well as Marple Newtown's? He has to keep gaining experience. That's all he has to do. Keep getting better, play by play, week by week, and everything will turn out all right for him. He has a nice arm. He throws the ball on target. He's just young, you know. He's a sophomore, but he'll be getting the reps, and Chris does a nice job teaching him the aspects of the game. So if he just keeps listening to Coach Kicking, everything will be okay. And on the opposite side, Brandon Jones, he's a senior. He's a quarterback. Uh, he did a, nice, a lot of nice things so far this season. Um, he holds on to the ball. Uh, you know, if he has nothing, he sees on, he doesn't force it. He tucks in, he runs it. He can run around. He can throw the ball. He's a good leader for them. What does Jones have to do tonight, again, as we talk about the absence of Iglesias? He has to just put his head down, run the plays that he's told to do, and run the ball. Run the ball as hard as he can. Try to get first down. Try to keep the ball moving. Try to keep the clock moving. And try to keep Marple's offense off the field. As Marple Newtown comes onto the field, runs through the cheerleaders and onto the sideline. We await the opening coin toss here, here at Crozier Keystone Stadium. But we're going to step aside for a moment, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tiger fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? That's because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, and always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original 
Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, or just for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr, or visit their website, phillypretzelfactory.com, for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Saturday evening football here on the campus of Marple Newtown High School in a matchup between the Lower Marion Aces and your Marple Newtown Tigers. We'd like to thank our listeners today from Marple Newtown, Lower Marion, uh, anyone outside the area and in the surrounding areas in Delaware County. We appreciate your listeners, listenership um, here today. As we talked about, the game regularly scheduled for yesterday, 7 p.m., was moved due to weather is now set for a 4 p.m. kickoff. It's about 4.02 as the Tigers line up. They will kick to start off the game. Lower Marion will receive as Lambritios is set to kick here. And both teams are ready to get this game underway. We talked about a lot on the line for Marple Newtown. Have a chance to start 5-0 for the first time since 1977. But Lower Marion is in their way in order to do so. Lambritius approaches the ball. He kicks it. It's a line drive received by number three of Lower Marion, Marcus Gee. He takes it close out to about the 30-yard line as Brandon Jones and this Lower Marion offense will take over. Tackle made there by number six to Bron Johnson. He came down on the play, stayed in his lane, made a nice tackle, and that was about it for him. Brandon Jones, as I said, is the quarterback, the senior leader. He has a few weapons out there. Uh, Rashawn Cook, Elijah Smith, Goodwin, Gay, Berg, and Davis will all be surrounding him today. They like to run a spread offense. You'll see a lot of three wide, empty set backfields. Um, 
and you'll see their big tight end, Mike Berg, in the game. Um, he's a big target for Jones. Lower approaches the ball. Lower Marion has some decent size on the O-line this year. Jones in shotgun. He takes a snap, high snap. He hands it off to number 25, Elijah Smith. He takes it out towards the Lower Marion side and is tackled immediately by Marple Newtown's defense at about the 34-yard line. Kyle Kelly does a nice job there. He fights across the face of the offensive lineman, stays in front of the guy, and comes off the block and makes a nice tackle. Alongside with a little reshuffling in the booth tonight, we also have a special guest we have each year who is so uh, you know, good to us, comes every year and helps us out, is school um, school board director and Marple Newtown alum, Leonard Altieri. How are you doing, Leonard? Steve, you're doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh. How am I doing? Steve, thank you. Jesus, I ran after this play. Jones hands it off to number 25 again, Elijah Smith. He'll be getting the bulk of the carries tonight in place of Iglesias, who again is not playing today for Lower Marion. Uh, back to you, Leonard. Yeah, Steve, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me along with you and James and the rest of the Tigers Radio Network. You know, we started this last year, and I'm happy you guys uh, asked me to come back. Ready to watch Marple Newtown make history, going 5-0, and like you said, since 1977. It's going to be a great game, and I'm excited, and I can feel the energy here in the community. Thanks a lot, Leonard, and uh, we'll get back to you. We'll ask you some questions. What's going on in the Marple Newtown School District? As Jones comes out in shotgun, single back. Smith is next to him, three wide out, two to the near side. Jones takes a snap. He looks. He passes. It is intercepted by number 86, Ryan Schneider. He goes across the 15, out of bounds, right about at the five-yard line. What a play for Marple Newtown. Just what they needed as the senior, number 86, Ryan Schneider, comes from his safety position and intercepts the Brandon Jones throw. Ryan Schneider did a great job there. Read the eyes of the quarterback. The quarterback had one option to throw the ball. He was throwing out to the receiver. Ryan Schneider makes a big play, steps up, jumps in front of the receiver, picks the ball off, and almost takes it for in for a touchdown. Good start there for the Marple Newtown defense, who has been so stifling this season. Anthony Paoletti now comes out in shotgun. Four wide. Fallows in the backfield. Pistol formation. Paoletti takes a snap. He throws it. He has his man, Abel Hoff, who is hit immediately right at the one-yard line. So good first down play, first and goal play by Marple Newtown. Good throw, good catch by everybody. He, Abel just couldn't slip that ball over the goal line. Uh, a little bit short there, but uh, nice safe play call there by kicking. So, Leonard, uh, going back to you, you've seen a few of these games. You've been here. You've been following um, us on the radio and on Twitter. What can you say so far about this season, what Coach Kicking and this team has done? Well, what I can say is the energy in the community. Coach Kicking, one of the big things he's done is getting the, uh, the team out there in the community, and, and obviously mm. you can see that through the feelings that they've been having here. Looks and, like Lower Marion. Yep, Lower Marion. An unfortunate play there for Marple Newtown. It looked like the exchange might have been bad between Paoletti and Fallos. Again, it's not raining. It's a little wet. Maybe it's, a, it's, it's spitting out there right now, a little drizzle. So that was one of the keys of the game uh, we didn't get to talk about. What it, but it, it's ball control, Christo. Uh, you have to be good at that ball, ball control. And as you know, um, can't see a Fallos, but... You can see what he's wearing, but in the games like this, you don't want to be wearing those those sleeves, uh, which makes the you know the ball a lot slippy, slippery slippery um, for you when you get the exchanger. But 
No, absolutely not. You want to try to have the ball on your bare skin because it, it provides some type of resistance. When you have that sleek, I mean sleek uh, clothing on there, it just slides right off. And Lower Marin will take over about at the one yard line. So Lower Marion is set in formation. Jones, double back. He has 32, Mike Berg, and number 25, Elijah Smith. Two wide receivers in Rashawn Cook and number seven, Chris Goodwin. And there seems to be something going on on the field. The referees are talking about it. As the referee blows the whistle to start the play. Jones takes the ball up the middle, quick QB draw, gets as many yards as he can. Looks like he might have picked up a half a yard, maybe one yard. Going to bring up second down for the Aces. So, uh, Leonard, uh, we've had some reshuffling this year in the Marple Town School District. And the big move was um, our new superintendent, uh, Dr. Carol Carey. Please talk about uh, Dr. Carey so far in these first couple months. Yeah, I mean, uh, I come from the unique perspective that I actually had Dr. Carey as a principal when I was over at St. Annie's. Uh, we went through a uh, big search through the Penn Center, which is the University of Penn. We brought her on um, starting effectively June 1st, and she's been amazing. She's been out in the community. She's been out in the schools, and she's getting herself acquainted here to Mark Newtown. Thank you, Leonard. As Jones takes the ball out of the shotgun formation, hands it off to Elijah Smith as he tries to go off tackle, but it's tackled immediately by linebacker Geno Smith, Christo. And once again, Geno does a great job. These linebackers are well coached. They're fighting across the block of the offensive lineman, going in front of their faces, not going around the block, and they're making plays. They're doing a quality job here right now. As Jones takes the play, Sends it to his teammates in the offensive huddle. He's out in shotgun. Four wide receivers. Elijah Smith, single back. He takes a snap. Jones is scrambling, and he is sacked in the end zone. That's going to be a safety for the Marple Newtown defense. Safety, nice job by those guys, getting a quick rush on the quarterback. Quarterback had nowhere to throw the ball. I don't know what they were trying to do there, Lower Marion. They should have just tried to get a little bit of room to punt the ball. But uh, sometimes you try to take a chance, and they get caught, and a safety for Marble. That's number 78, big Luke Lazowicki, the junior, plays offensive tackle and defensive tackle. He comes in and makes a great play as he brings down Jones for the first safety of this 2015 football season for the Tigers. So Coach Harry Gicking's defense continues where they left off after last week's game. As now they'll be set to receive the kickoff after the safety from Lower Marion. So, Leonard, uh, as you talked about, you've had the opportunity to be around Coach or uh, Dr. Carol Carey um, as a student at St. Annie's. I did too. Um, and... Uh, just a weird coincidence how all of a sudden now she's, you know, where you know, we've made so many memories here in Marple Newtown. 
Um, but go off of where you were saying before, before we got cut off. Yeah, what I was saying is that she's, since she took over on July 1st, she's been out in the community. She's been out in the school. She's getting herself acquainted uh, with uh, the different buildings that we have here and the individual strengths that they that they all have. Um, she's also been doing her meet and greets with individual, individual board members and also going out there to the business and professional leaders in both Marple and Newtown townships. Um, she is, uh, you know... Coming from the Archdiocese, where she oversaw every single high school in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, she's coming back to the Marple Newtown area, overseeing these six schools here in the Marple Newtown School District. She has shown herself to be calm, cool, and collective, um, very informed. Uh, she has her finger on the pulse of what's going on, both education-wise and, and you know what's going on in the community. And she's doing exactly what we wanted her to do, uh, where she's out in the face, like our old superintendent has done, out in the community, uh, and really being a part of this community, which is you know what, what we're really excited for. Yeah, and we uh, wish all the success to Dr. Carey, as we've seen her at a few football games so far this year. Uh, we wish her success in leading this wonderful school district as uh, she's about three to four months into her new job here, doing a great job already. Laura Marion is now set to kick off. Number seven, Abel Hoff, and number six, Tehran Johnson, are set to return. Number 84, Victor Fajardo, is in to kick off for the Aces. He approaches the ball, and it is kicked high sure. and sure, and then it goes out of bounds as Coach Chris Gicken catches it out of bounds. So maybe a little strategy by the Aces to just bloop that ball, maybe try to recover it before Marple Newtown could get to it. Uh, what do you think there, Chris? No, I don't think that's it, Steve. I just think they don't have a kicker, and they can't kick the ball deep. Um, sometimes when you have a in a high school like this that doesn't have as many kids as the other schools do, um, they just don't have kickers. Sometimes kickers are hard to find. You have to be lucky to have a good kicker in high school. Nonetheless, Paoletti will come out in the pistol formation. Abel Hoffman motion. He gives the Hoff on the jet sweep. Hoff gets an edge, gets a block from Rufo, and he is out towards the Aces sideline at the 40-yard line. That was a nice jet sweep there, right there. Um, number 23, the receiver on the edge, did a good job blocking. If he would have just stayed with his block a little bit longer, Abel Hoff could have broke that for a first down. Some fans are still following into the stadium here. Again, a little different. 4 p.m. start. Here on Saturday, late afternoon, offense comes out, trips formation to the near side. Hoff, Paletti takes the ball. He gives the number 21, Jack Fallows, as he's ripped down at the 35-yard line, close to a Tiger first down. Andrew Dorman on the tackle there for Lower Marion. Does a nice job taking the running back down for a two-yard game. Fallows gets the ball back after coughing it up last possession. Uh, he's a sophomore, tough kid. He'll bounce back from that as Coach Keegan will continue to feed him the ball. He came off uh, a touchdown last week versus Radner in the first half, which really gave a lot of momentum to the Tigers going into halftime. Paoletti under center. He takes the ball. QB sneak up the middle. And big Anthony Paoletti rumbles in for a, a Tiger first down, down at the 30-yard line. It's always good when you can stay behind your offensive line and you can move the line of scrimmage three yards into their side of the field and get a first down. That's a great job by the Marple line. So, Leonard, um, we'll, we'll send it back to you after this play. Marple Town's quick to the ball. Four wide. Twin set to both sides. Pay Letty in 
pistol formation. He takes a snap. He throws the number 11, Marcus Weathers. He catches the ball and is tackled immediately. Tackle made by number 81, Andrew Dorman. Does a nice job staying on top of Weathers and bringing him down. Nice pass and catch by the Marple Tigers. Leonard, let's talk about Coach Gicking and uh, his philosophy at Marple Newtown. He's loves Marple Newtown High School, but he's more he, he loves the community as well. He's so into getting the kids involved in the community, involved in the community, Newtown Square and Broomall. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, years past, especially even when I was here, the Tigers football team was inside the elementary schools and the middle schools, but that was really it when it came to the sense of the community. What Chris Gicking has done since he has taken over, I guess last year, is he's had them, just for an example, out in the community at the 4th of July Parade, walking in the Marple Newtown 4th of July Parade, which is one of the largest parades in Delaware County. Um, really getting the, the team out there there. He you know, has them out doing community service events um, and other things um, so that he, you know, he's instilling in them that this is not just a game, but it's about community, a, a project far much larger than any one of them uh, individually. Thank you, Leonard. As Marple gets a break there, uh, offsides penalty gives him an automatic first down. Paoletti in the pistol formation. Fell is behind him. Paoletti gets the ball, rolls to his left, fires it. He has his man and just overthrown to Weathers. Weathers couldn't place the ball there as it goes out of bounds in the end zone. Going to bring up second down for the Tigers. He had a lot of time sitting back there. He had it found his open receiver through the ball. Just a little bit overthrown, but it was a nice ball by the young guy. It's Marple Newtown is faced with a second down and 10 here in the Aces territory. Ball placed right at the 18-yard line. As number 16, Cameron Mathis subs into the game at wide receiver. Trips formation to the near side. Paoletti in the pistol formation. He gets a snap. Quick throw to number seven, Abel Hoff. He gets in the open field and is drugged down for about an eight-yard gain there down at the 10-yard line. That was a great job there by uh, Paoletti. He does a nice job throwing a quick screen to Abel Hoff, a bubble screen it's called, and the only person to make the play is the safety for Lower Marion. Lower Marion safety does a nice job, though. He comes down and he does make the play. The third down and three for the Tigers. Trips formation again. Paoletti in shotgun. Pistol formation. Weathers in motion. There's going to be a flag down on the field. And it's going to be another offsides call on the Aces. So you can credit Paoletti with that hard snap count to draw the Aces offsides twice so far on this drive. Absolutely. He's doing a nice job. He's growing as a quarterback. He's growing as an individual. He's doing a good job so far this year. Paoletti in pistol formation. Bunch formation. Throws it to number seven, Abel Hoff. Hoff bounced off the tackler, reverses field, can't get away from the lower Marion tackler as he's brought down for a loss. Number 25, Elijah Smith, the safety. He is playing all over the field. He's making plays. He's he's coming up in the box. He's tackling the runner. He's staying fit and square on people. He's doing a pretty good job back there at safety for lower Marion. Paoletti gets the call from head coach Chris Gicking. It's going to be a loss at 10 for the Tigers. Bring up second down and long. Ball is at the 16-yard line. Paoletti in the pistol formation, three wide. Takes a snap, rolls to the left. 
He's looking, he's looking, he tucks it, he scrambles, and he is brought down. Check for no gain as Lower Marion does a good job uh, c- keeping contain on him. That was a nice job. It looks like the receivers were on the left side for Marple were kind of bunched up at the corner of the end zone. It looks like their routes were a little bit tight there. Um, so and that's why it caused some pressure. That's why the D-line was able to get some pressure on Paoletti. So, Leonard, uh, let's go off of talking about Coach Gicking and his new position here at the high school, at new athletic director and the dean of students. We'll pick up from this after this play. Paoletti in pistol formation, three wide, two to the far side. He takes the ball, rolls out to the right. He steps up in the pocket, directs traffic, and he is going to be brought down for maybe a yard gain. Ryan McConnell does a nice job fighting across the offensive lineman's face, staying square, and making the play on Paoletti. Paoletti didn't have anywhere to throw the ball there. Everybody seemed covered. Lower Marion defense doing a decent job this first quarter. And it's going to bring up a fourth down for the Tigers, fourth and 14 to be exact. And as you said, Lower Marion doing an excellent job. And number 84, George Lambritios, is going to come in. And it always helps to have a great kicker in high school. Can always get snap. Points. The kick is up. The kick is through the uprights, and it is good. Big George Lambrizio just came from a soccer game, puts his helmet and shoulder pads on, jogs onto the field, and kicks it through the uprights to give Marple Newtown a five to nothing lead. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers Radio Network. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marble Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. Lambricios is set to kick. He approaches the ball. End over end. It is a boot, and it is out of bounds. It hits out of bounds. What a kick by Lambricios as he's in soccer form. All right, we talked about it. just came from a game after putting through that field goal to make a 5 nothing. He boots it out of the end zone. It just makes a total difference in the world when you have a good kicker. You can get points when you're within the 20, 30-yard line in that box of an area. You can get points. You can have the offensive start on the 20-yard line by kicking touchbacks. It's just another aspect of the game that you need. Brandon Jones will take over. As aces come on offense here, down 5 nothing with 2.47 to go in the first quarter. The Tigers lead. We talked about 5 to nothing. Jones in shotgun. Smith next to him. He takes a snap, hands it off to Smith, goes up the middle. He finds some running room and is hit at the 30-yard line. Should be enough for an ace's first down. He did a nice job there. He found the hole, found the spot to run through. He did a good job. Looked fast getting through that hole, Steve. Lower Marion's offensive line is opening up some holes. Lower Marion is much improved than what they were last year. They have some good size on the offensive line, and their their guys are working hard out there. They're trying. And the ref calls a timeout and has a captain's meeting 
Might be a little chippy in there. It's going to tell both captains, hey, get your teams, you know, collected here and uh, don't make any stupid penalties here because they aren't afraid to, you know, throw anyone out of the game um, as both teammates go back to the huddle. Absolutely. There's no room for that here. You have to get the job done and get the win. Jones comes out in shotgun. Smith next to him. Three wide receivers, two to the far side. He takes a snap, hands it off to Smith. He finds running him up the middle, and he keeps going. He's rumbling, and he is tackled at the 44-yard line, and a late flag's going to come in, and that's going to negate a big gain there by Smith. Unfortunately, it's going to come back. still going to be a first down because it looked like it was a dead ball foul as the refs come in and discuss it. Number 25 for Lower Marion. He is a big kid. He's doing a nice job at safety for them, Elijah Smith. And he's doing a good job of running back for him. He's finding the hole. He's making people carry him around. And he is only a 10th grader. So, Larry Marion has some stuff to look forward to next year. He's doing a nice job. They sure do. As they'll mark this off, it was a dead ball foul, 15-yard penalty. And, Leonard, uh, let's go off of what we were talking about, Coach Gicking's new position here at the high school. Uh, what can you say about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, Chris originally came into the, the district um, as a first-grade teacher at Culbertson Elementary School. Uh, this year we had an opening for the athletic director, and Chris, is, well, Chris was a natural selection for that. I'll tell you a little bit more after this play. Jones keeps it there on the QB keep, and he is bottled up immediately by the Tigers' defense. Nice defense by Marple right there. They gang tackle the quarterback, bring him down. Right there, Lower Marion's quarterback is doing the option read. If that defensive end decides to go down and take the running back, that leaves a running path for the quarterback, and he will keep the ball and run outside the edge. What the quarterback should have done was keep running. Don't try to slow up because if you keep running, you can probably beat that defensive end to the edge and maybe turn it up for some extra yards. And Marple Newtown's edge defense has been great all season long with defensive ends Kyle Kelly, Noah Turner, and uh, their man Matt Trainer, who is out for today's game. Jones in shotgun. He looks to his target number 32, their tight end, Mike Berg, as they pick up a first down. A little pop, pop pass there by Lower Marion. Lower Marion's quarterback does a one-quick-step drop. Tight end is wide open in that hash mark middle of the field area. Makes a catch and runs for 10 yards. That was a nice play call by Lower Marion, and Marple's defense has to watch that from now on. Yes, Steve, uh, as I was saying about Chris as the uh, new athletic director for the, for the district, he was a natural selection. I mean, he's got the leadership skills that we obviously see here on the field, and it's something that you need to be extremely organized to, to do. Um, our previous athletic director went uh, became the principal over at Russell, so Chris is just a natural fit for it. Jones in shotgun, four wide receiver trips formation. He hands it off to Elijah Smith, and he is met immediately by number 53, Kyle Kelly, in the backfield. Kyle Kelly did a great job there. He met that running back, Elijah Smith, face on face and drove his feet and took him to the ground. Running back should have tried to make a quicker move and cut up the hole in front of there, and it looked like he had some room, but he stays with what he chose, and Kyle Kelly brings him down. And that will be the last play of this first quarter. The Tigers lead 5 to nothing over Lower Marion. We'll be back with the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings the pizza shot to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large, unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Welcome back to Marple Newtown Football. As they host Lower Marion, we start the second quarter here. Marple leads 5 to nothing. You are listening to the Tigers Radio Network. Alongside of me is school board director and Marple Newtown alum, Leonard Altieri. And Leonard, um, let's talk about some other changes. Uh, Christian Jasperson, who's been a longtime teacher here at Marple Newtown, has took, taken the role of uh, new assistant principal at the high school. Please speak a little bit on that. Yeah, we had a uh, big change up in the administration over at the high school. As I mentioned earlier, our previous athletic director and assistant principal, Dennis Reardon, moved over to Russell Elementary School, where he's now the principal there, which left a vacancy, and Christian Jasperson was appointed to the position of assistant principal. Um, so now at the administration, we have Greg Puckett, Lauren Hopkins, Don Tabar, um, Jasperson, and um, Chris Kicking as athletic director and dean of students. As Smith takes the ball, he goes in formation, comes back across the quarterback, goes off tackle and is stopped after about a two-yard gain. Going to bring up third down for the Aces. Noah Turner does a nice job there fighting off. The front side tackle's blocked there. Comes back inside to make the play on Lower Marion's running back. Lower Marion, again, their running back. He is, looks like a big kid out there. If he can just stay a little bit lower to the ground, He's probably young and inexperienced. As we said, he's a sophomore. But if he can find that hole, he might be able to break this open a little bit. Yes, he's had a few nice carries so far for the Aces' offense as they are faced with a third and nine on their own 46-yard line. Jones comes out in shotgun. Four wide receivers, twin set. He takes a snap. He's looking to the right. He throws. And it is incomplete. Nice break on the ball by number seven, Abel Hoff. That was a nice job there by Abel Hoff stepping in front of the receiver for a pass defend right there. And Lower Marion right there. The two inside receivers were doing bubble screens while the outside receivers were doing curl routes. And what he should have done was was drop it off to that bubble screen on the inside receiver. And it looks like he could have went a little bit, but nice job by the Marples defense there. Usually when you see those routes, your first read is usually the bubble screen, right, Christo? Yeah, usually, well, it depends. Some, Some coaches like to teach high. You want to you want to reach high. I'm sorry. You want to read high, low, and then you want to read the crossing route. Um, maybe lower, Marion. That's what they're teaching. I like to I like to teach low, high than the crossing route because you got to take what you can get sometimes. You can bring up fourth down and nine as lower Marion is set to punt. Looks like number 26, Dion Davis, the sophomore, set the punt. He punts this ball away. It's end over Ryan. It's going to take um, Lower Marion Hop. Christiana takes the ball, and he is met immediately. Gets to about the 14-yard line as a slew of ace players come and tackle him. 
right there, Lower Marion's punt team does a great job staying in their lanes, sprinting down the field, and making the play. So, Leonard, um, you've been on the board for how many years so far? I guess it's been about three, two and a half, three. Okay, and... What can you say works very well here at Marble Newtown, and what do you think needs some improvement? Yeah, I mean, I think the first thing that works very well is the communication between all the principals uh, to the central administration, which would be our assistant superintendent and superintendent, and then the open dialogue that all those principals feel that they can have, which is extremely important to us as as the board, um, whether as individual board members or as a whole. And Marlon Weathers, a freshman, takes the ball off the handle from Paoletti, and he goes up the field and is tough to bring down as he is close to the 35-yard line for the Tigers. So a nice pickup there. Marlon Weathers does a nice job there. He finds the hole. The O-line opened up running lanes for him, and he runs for about a 12-yard gain right there. That was a great job by him. Marlboro Town immediately on the ball. No huddle. Bunch formation. As Paley gets the ball, throws to Hoff on the outside towards the Marple side. He goes up the sideline and has another first down for the Tigers. That's a great call. Bubble screen into the boundary. Two leading receivers in the trips formation. Blocked for Abel Hoff. And Abel Hoff tiptoes down the sidelines for about an 11-yard gain there. And that was a nice job by him. The ball is at the MN 49-yard line. Gain of 14 yards. First down. Paletti comes out, pistol formation. This time Marlon Weathers in the backfield. Marcus, his older brother, in motion. And it looks like they're going to get Laura Marion for their third all sides of the game. Yeah, it's you know what, as a D lineman there, I know you're amped up and you want to get in there and make it the play, but you have to watch the ball. You can't jump off sides like that. It's unexcusable. You're you're in a stance two inches away from the football, so you have to keep your eye on it. Now, Christo, uh, many people not know you were my D line coach. My senior here at Marple. Did I uh, go off sides at all? Oh yeah, of course you did. Everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> it happens. Says Paoletti. Puts Marcus Weathers in motion, hands it off to his younger brother Marlon, and he is met immediately at the line of scrimmage, maybe for a loss of one. Yeah, right there, Marple wants to run a power right where number 11, Marcus Weathers, should be kicking out that defensive end, but Marcus doesn't get inside out, and the defensive end crashes the hole down, and Lower Mary makes a play there. So, Leonard, uh, let's go off of what you were talking about before a couple plays ago. Yeah, what I was talking about was the uh, sense of communication that the principals have uh, going all the way up to the school board and the superintendent. One thing that doesn't work um, too well is getting the accurate and uh, true information out there, which is something that we've got to really work on because, you know, the rumor mill is strong and it confuses a lot of people and it gives them misinformation, so that's something that we, we definitely have to work on a little bit. Paletti hands it off to Weathers. He makes his way through the defenders of the Aces and picks up a Tiger first down as he is across the Lower Marion 40-yard line. First down, Tigers. Marple's O-line does a nice job there. It's a counter right with the guard and tackle pull, and the guard will pull and kick out the defensive end rather than Weathers did prior to that in the power play. And um, the running back gets up inside the tackle's block and falls him through and does gets a nice game. Paletti in shotgun, Weathers in motion. Paletti takes the ball, hands off to Marlin, and he is met immediately. Once again, in the backfield, Laura Marion defense is playing very well this first half. Now right there, Marple's trying to run the same play counter left. 
and instead of double teaming to that backside linebacker, the lineman does not get to that linebacker, so the linebacker comes underneath the play and underneath the lineman's face and makes the play for a loss. So, Lower Marion forces a second down and 12 for Paoletti and this offense. Trips formation to the far side. Abel Hoff to the near side. Marlon Weathers in the backfield in the pistol formation. Pele takes a handoff. He steps back. Three-step drop. He's looking. He fires. And the ball is just through the hands of number two, Tyler Kostak. His third game back after uh, having an off-season injury. Paoletti did a nice job. Threw a good ball there, sat in the pocket, waited for Tyler to go open, just slipped right through his hands. Looked like number three, Marcus Gee, was in on the coverage as he got a hand in the face of Tyler Kostak. Cameron Mathis now comes into the game as Paoletti gets the play call from Coach Chris Gicking. Paylet, oh, and the ball is snapped. Paylet, he was not ready for it, but he does catch it. He throws it. What a play. What a great job there by Paylet. He wasn't ready for the snap. As he turns his head and it's right in his face, he grabs it very nonchalantly, rolls out to the right, and finds his target, Marcus Weathers, for a Tiger first down. Paoletti does a nice job staying square to the line of scrimmage, head down the field, eyes looking forward, and, and throws a nice ball to Weathers. Gain of 20 on that pass and catch from. Gain of 20 yards there. Paoletti in pistol formation, four wide, twin set. He takes the ball, throws it to Abel Hoff. Abel Hoff. Turns up field and is pushed out of bounds at about the 11-yard line of the Aces. Quick stop routes there going for going for Marple right there. Abelhoff just running a short little stop with, Mether, with Weathers running a short little stop next to him. Paoletti throws the ball. Abel makes somebody miss, and he was off to the races. Gain of 11 yards, another Tiger first down as Paoletti is marching down the field with great protection from this big offensive line. Marlon Weathers now in in the pistol formation. Four wide receiver, Paoletti takes the ball. He throws it outside to number 23, Chris Rufo, and just couldn't haul haul it in as it's incomplete, going to bring up second down and 10 for the Tigers. It looked like the ball got away from Paoletti there a little bit. It kind of floated up. The ball could be slick, and it is drizzling a little bit, so the conditions could be could be taking, taking a toll on the ball. So, Leonard, you graduated in 2008, um, about seven years ago. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Um, You're only one year behind me there, Steve. Don't, don't, don't forget that. <laughs> We'll get back to this after this play. Marcus Weathers in motion. Pele takes it, hands it off to Marlon. He goes up the middle and is stopped at about the eight-yard line. Once again, they're running counter. They're trying to run the ball in and outside here. Does a nice job, but nobody's getting to that backside linebacker there. It looks like the frontside double team is not breaking off, and that linebacker is just dipping underneath, making the play. So, Leonard, what do you think has changed in a positive way um, since you graduated in 08? I don't think I have enough time to answer that because of all the positive things that have happened since I graduated in 2008. This district is completely and vastly different than what it has been uh, or has it 
as it was when I graduated in 2008. Um, I'll hit a little bit more on that right after this play because it looks like they're about to spike. Uh, and timeout. Timeout's going to be called by Coach Gicking. So we will step aside here. But before we do so, let's uh, hit on that, Leonard. Uh, yeah, all I was saying is that it's just changed, I mean, dramatically since I graduated in 2008, since you graduated in 2009. Um, we have been ranked by Niche Magazine as the uh, 11th best school district in the Commonwealth. We've also been ranked by that same organization as the second best school district to work in in the Commonwealth. Marble Newtown has been increasing not only its student enrollment, but also its name when it comes to sports and, uh, and academics with our National Merit Scholar finalists and, and National Merit final finalists, I should say. Um, we have been on the rise, and I do believe that in the next couple of years we will continue to see this upward expansion um, of, of positive accolades for our district. Um, we are at a turning point right now, and I think that Dr. Carey is really going to drive us in there. And uh, talk about our academics and athletics, but how about the uh, facilities here in Marple Newtown? Um, they were just getting done when me and you were graduating, uh, but now you have a brand new uh, gymnasium, uh, weight room, the locker rooms, the you know the football stadium. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, we have a brand new stadium that we're sitting in now. The high school is completely renovated and basically brand new. The administration building is brand new. We still have five other buildings, a middle school and four elementary schools that are going to be getting hit um, through the capital projects list, but it's a massive undertaking. We're currently putting aside money. We just put a pop side. To 3.2 million for that, and we're going to keep doing that in the future. Pele steps back, he throws a bullet, and it is ripped in and hauled in by the old Delco selection, Abelha, for a Tigers touchdown. Paoletti does a great job there. He sits in the pocket, looks for his open receiver, and throws the ball on a dime in a tight open area, and Abelhoff makes a great catch and hauls it in for a touchdown. Great blocking up front by the offensive line. Which consists of all seniors except the junior Lazawicki. So good job there by Paoletti on the connection to Hoff as Lampritios comes in. The snap from Tobin, the hold by Christiana, the kick is up. And the kick is good. So with 7.14 to go, the Tigers lead 12 to nothing. Cue the band. <laughs> hoorah no band. for M, man. Hoorah for M, man. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Hoorah for M. I don't know the rest of it. The band's not here today, but thought I would add that in there. We will be right back. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Lambritios is about to kick off as the ball falls off the tee. The whistle is blown and he... Places the ball back on the tee. Marple Newtown leads 12 to nothing. 7-14 to go here in the second quarter. As he resets, approaches the ball, 
The kick is deep. Gee gets it about the 10 yard bobbles it, picks it back up, tries to find his blockers, and he is taken down at the 25 yard line. He can't find a hole there. The guys in front of him do not block the Marple Tigers well on that kick return, and he just does not get anywhere there. So Brandon Jones and the Aces offense will take over down 12 to nothing. They've been playing not that bad so far in this first half. Their defense has keep, kept them in the game, uh, but after a safety and an early turnover, they are down 12 to nothing here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to. You can't have negative plays. You have to keep moving forward, and if you keep getting negative plays against a good team, then you're going to be in trouble. Jones takes it, keeps on the QB keeper, and he is hit hard. Looks like by number 10, Noah Turner. Noah does a nice job there, not falling for that zone read play. His defensive end was sitting home. Looks like the QB should have gave it to the running back instead of holding the ball. But uh, he does it, and he gets about a four-yard gain. Jones takes the play call from his coach. Comes to the line. It'll be three wide, two to the near side. Smith in the backfield next to Jones. Jones takes the snaps, hands it off to Smith, and he tries to find some running moon. Picks up a couple yards there as he is met by some Tiger defenders. And right there, he does a nice job finding the open hole. The QB made the right read there on that zone read. He gives it to the running back rather than keeping it and runs for a three-yard gain. Good movement by the Lower Marion offensive line there. So bring up a third down and two for the Aces as they try to get something going here. Down by 12 points with 5.50 and counting left in the second quarter. Lower Marion needs to get a first down here, keep the ball in their hands if they want to compete in this game. Four wide receivers, Jones, single back, he takes the ball. Looks like a QB power there, and he goes up, and it looks like he's going to have enough for an ace's first down. A little QB ISO there, Steve. He finds a hole there and gets a two-yard gain. Looks like for the first down. They're, they're going to move the chains there. As you said, a QB ISO with his lead blocker, number 32, the tight end, Mike Berg. You'll see him at tight end, split out at wide receiver or in the back for this time. They put him in the backfield for blocking purposes as Jones goes behind him for the ISO and picks up an ace's first down. Larry Marion has to keep the ball in their hands and keep moving it and try to get a score here. Three wide. Smith in the backfield. Jones takes the ball. He's looking. He steps up. He fires it. Intended for number seven. But it's intercepted by number two, Tyler Kostak of the Tigers. Tyler did a great job there. He was staying with the receiver, turned his head, looked at the ball, found it, made the pick, and did a nice job. Lower Marion's QB just underthrew that ball a little bit. If he would have had a little bit more air and got it over Tyler's head, he would have had a nice catch. But Tyler does a great job picking that pass off. So that was intended for Chris Goodwin, but a great play by Kostak. The Tigers are glad to have him back, both on offense, defense, and special teams as Paoletti and the Tiger offense takes over. 5.03 remaining, 12-0. Tigers have the ball at their own 30-yard line. Hoff in motion. 
Pele takes the ball. He throws it to number 23, Chris Rufo, the senior, and he lunges forward for a Tiger first down. And there's going to be a flag down on the field. Paoletti does a nice job sitting in the pocket, finding finding the open receiver. Stands there nice and tall and throws a good ball out there to the receiver. Referees huddle here, and they're going to call a personal foul. It's going to be on lower man. It's going to be dead ball, so they're going to mark it off from the 41-yard line going to come across midfield so Tigers have excellent field position here with 4.56 remaining in the half trying to add to this 12 point lead and it looks like Lower Marion's coaches are fired up about that call but you know what the ref saw something they have to call it and they have to be fair not sure what it was might have been on roof a late hit Tigers are in trips formation pistol formation Paylady rolls to the right he's looking looking doesn't see anything he tucks it in and picks up maybe a yard there, but a flag down on the field in the vicinity of a hold. Looks like it could be a hold there. Uh, Paoletti had a lot of room to run the ball. He was looking for the open receiver, but he couldn't find it, kept the ball, and ran for about two yards there, but let's see what this flag is. Yeah, it's going to be a holding on the offense. Going to move him back 10 yards and bring up a first down and 20. So, Leonard, uh, let's talk about, we've talked about, you know, all the changes in Marple Newtown, uh, where Marple Newtown ranks in the state in academics or how their athletic program is you know, improving the facilities, the school. What would be your, let's say, elevator pitch to an eighth grader, um, you know, whether they're at St. Pi, St. Annie's, or Paxson Hollow, you know, looking to come uh, to a high school? Yeah, I mean, it would just be exactly what I what I explained earlier about all the accolades and the rankings that we are. That Marple Newtown is moving forward. So these individuals that are graduating the eighth grade have the opportunity to be part of that. They can make this district the district that everyone in this community wants it to be, which will ideally be number one in, in, in every every sort of ranking that there's out there. So my pitch to them is that they can either attend a school that's already established or they can attend a school where they can make a difference and be part of that improvement um, that's happening here in Marple Newtown. As Coach Gicking likes to say, you got a free ride when you come to Marple Newtown. You got a free ride. You got great facilities, great football facilities, and, and athletic facilities. And soon, with the lower fields, we'll have even better athletic facilities uh, surrounding the entire high school complex. Paylady hands it off to the sophomore Jack Fallows, and he is met for about. A two-yard gain. Andrew Dorman does a nice job there, not trying to get faked out there with the running back's moves inside and out. Um, Andrew does a nice job bringing him down. The running back finds a little bit of a crease, runs for a two-yard gain there. Bring up third down and 19 for the Tigers. 3.55 in counting. Tigers lead 12 to nothing here in the second quarter. Be four wide, pistol formation, follows in the backfield. Paoletti takes a snap. He steps back, looking. He fires. Ball's intended for Hoff. Incomplete. Looks like it's going to be P.I. on Marple there. I saw Label Hoff have his hand on on the cornerback shirt, pulled the corner back down because the corner looked like he was about to pick the pass off. So it looks like it could be a penalty on Marple. Almost Hoff is trying to play a little defense there. 
Absolutely. And it uh, looks like they're going to get them on an offense of pass interference. Be interesting. They're going to decline this. Or let's see, let's see what the rule is here. Well, on a pass interference, they still get the penalty yards back, and it's going to be fourth down. Okay, so, so it's going to so be lost it down. Okay, yeah, fourth and about thirty. So as Merrill Reese likes to say, fourth down in Westchester, or fourth down in Havertown, or Havertown, as. And now that's going to be the question on the field here. Is the referees huddle up? Now, I think on an offensive pass interference, I could be wrong. You accept the penalty, you lose the down. They're uh, putting the down back up. Uh-oh. That's the wrong call. Yeah, I think you are right, Chris, though. I get the and loss of down plus the 15. That's not right. Oh, they declined. Oh, they decline. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, so they decline it. It's going to be fourth down and 19. Instead of taking the penalty, and I guess it remains third down. It'll be third down and 29. It's going to be fourth down and 19. And the punting unit for Marlboro Newtown will come out for the first time today as number one, Philman. He's ready to take the snap by number 42, Kyle Tobin, the sophomore. So sophomore to sophomore here for the special teams play. Deion Davis is a big sophomore. If he can get some room, it looks like he can fly. But Tobe Marple gets down the field, stays in their lanes, and makes the play. Another whistle from the ref here. They stop play for a moment. Let's go to fifth down. We'll see that before. It's three thirty-six left in the first half. Marble Town leads twelve to nothing. As Philman is set to punt. The snap is good. The punt is a line drive. It's going to take a Marble Newtown bounce. There's going to be no return here as Marple Newtown downs it. Number 32, Nick DeCrecchio downs it at the about the 17-yard line there. And you know what? If Lower Marion wants to stay in this game, they're only down 12-0. If they can score some points before the half, get a little momentum shift, could be a whole different ball game after this half. Without a doubt, Chris, though, uh, down 12 points here. You have no points to show for on the board. Marple Newtown gets the second half option to receive. So if you're Laura Marin, you're right. You've got to try to do something here to remain in this game. As Jones comes out, three wide, two in the backfield. He takes it. He's running to his right, rolls out. He throws, and it's nearly intercepted by Marcus Weathers through his hands. It's going to bring up second down and ten for the Aces. It was a great play call by Lower Marion's coach. It's almost like a waggle play where they fake it to the left and boot to the right. Instead of throwing it right at Marcus Weathers' hands, if he can loft it a little bit above, get it to that tight end, it looks like they have a first down and they keep moving. And that's just an instance you got to square your shoulders. And you said try to loft it over. A little tough when a defender's chasing him, but that's your job as a quarterback. But fortunately for the Aces, um, they get a break there, only incomplete, no turnover. So second down and 10, Jones, single back, high snap, he gets it. 
And he keeps it there, and he is met immediately for a loss of yardage. And you know what? If you have a high snap like that, it just messes up all the time. The offensive lines, blocks, everything gets messed up. Marple does a great job closing the hole there and making the play on the QB. So, third down and 12 on the two-yard loss there. After a bad snap, Marple Newtown takes advantage of it. Jones gets the play call from his coach as he goes in the huddle. There's 2.40 and counting remaining here in the first half. Marple Newtown leads 12 to nothing here on this Saturday, late afternoon or early evening. Jones, three wide. He takes a snap. Quick screen pass. He tries to get it to Berg, his tight end. It, look, it looks like it went through the hands of the center. That was kind of odd. Nonetheless, it's going to be incomplete there. And going to bring up fourth down and 12. Lower Marion is going to have to punt this ball away. As number eight, Carmen Christiana, and the dangerous number seven, Abel Hoff, with the lone touchdown today, is set to return. Well, right now, this punter has to kick the ball out of the area, hopefully get past the 50-yard line, get a nice roll, and move Marple back into their territory. Because if you give Marple half a field to work with, with 2.25 left before the half, you might score some points, and the game looks like it could go all downhill from here. Ref throws a flag here. Oh, and that's that's tough, because now you got to punt it out of your end zone. Deion Davis was set to punt. His heels were about at the one-inch line, if not the goal line. Now he is in his end zone. So you got to hope for a good snap here by the quarterback, Brandon Jones. As he gets a good snap back, oh, and it hits off the side of his foot, but takes a nice lower Marion bounce. So fortunate bounce there for lower Marion as it rolls. 47. To the Lomar and 47-yard line. So had disaster written all over it, but a fortunate bounce by Lower Marion as Paoletti and this offense for Marple Newtown take over with 2.14 remaining. Absolutely, and you have 2 minutes and 14 seconds left before the half. If you're Marple here, you score some points, it's going to put you up 19 to nothing. Maybe that's all they need to get by this game here. Hey, lady comes up, trying to add to this 12-0 lead. Four wide, trips to the far side. Marlon Weathers in the back. Hey, lady throws a crossing route to Marcus Weathers. Out, oh, the ball is loose. Out of bounds. And fortunately, goes out of bounds. So, which looked like a four-yard gain, ends up being about a three-yard loss. But nonetheless, Marlon Newtown. Maintains possession here and lives to play another down. Absolutely. He was trying to make a play, you know, which you're trying to do to get down the field, and he fumbles the ball. He's lucky he went out of bounds and not in Lower Marion's hands. So second down and 13, 205 remaining. Marple Newtown 12 to nothing here in the first half. Paletti steps back. He's looking, sees nothing, steps up, and he is going to be brought down for a big sack by Lower Marion's defense, number 78. Number 78 there, Dan Barcliff, does a great job closing the pocket of the quarterback and sacking him. Lower Marion's two defensive linemen are playing relentless right now. They're coming off the ball, using their hands, and they're making plays. That's a loss of about 10 yards there. Be third down and 20. 
130 and counting remaining in this first half. Kaylady pistol formation. Four wide receivers, two to the near side, two to the far. Weathers in the backfield. Hoff in motion. Paylady gets a screen pass set up, and he's met immediately. Good job by Laramara in defense to read that and sniff it out. Number 53, Michael Allen, only a junior, does a nice job sitting right on top of the screen guy, making the play and bringing him right down. Minute eight left in the half now, and we're fourth down. It looks like Marple's going to punt. Laramara gets the ball back, and can they score before the half? We're going to keep it here as Laramara calls timeout to preserve one minute and eight seconds, and we'll go back to our guest today, school board director Leonard Altieri. Leonard, uh, the floor is yours. Please tell us about you know what some new exciting things uh, happening here at Marple Newtown. Yes, yeah, Steve. I think I mentioned a little bit ago about the uh, capital projects that we'll be doing here. Um, we have been for the last couple of years building up, uh, transferring money from our reserves accounts uh, that's been surplused from each budget cycle, and putting it into a capital projects. Uh, fund. We transferred about $3.2 million of budgetary reserve from last year um, into the capital projects list. Now, $3.2 million sounds like it's a lot of money, but you're talking about, like I said, six buildings. You're talking about, you know, a huge fields project um, down at the lower fields. That's 14 acres, about three or four baseball fields and a multi-use soccer and lacrosse field. So that's going to be one of the big things that we're going to be focusing on um, moving forward as you might have read in the newspaper, we did contract with um, a contractor to start, or an architect firm to start designing what the lower fields is going to look like. I'm excited about that. Um, and, and then the other stuff that we've been focusing on has really just been, like any district surrounding our um, academics. We have been um, growing as a district, uh, and our ranking has been increasing, and we're just going to continue to build on that. Thank you, Leonard. And after Riley Fillman gets off an excellent punt, which is fielded by number six, the 26, Deion Davis, he gets blockers. Looked like he was going to let it roll, but he picks. He, he, he gets it in midair and picks up huge yardage here. Crosses the 50-yard line into Marple Newtown territory, and it's finally brought down by the punter, Riley Fillman. So the ball's going to be at the... Marple Newtown, 28-yard line. Laura Marion has excellent field position with 50 seconds to go here in the first half. No, absolutely. That running back is doing a great job today. He catches the ball, he spins the move out of a, out of a tackle, and he's running up the field. He does a great job taking Lower Marion into Marple's territory, and if they score here, it could change momentum. Chris Gicking talking, talking to the refs out there now. So with the timeout, we're going to step aside here and come back with... The rest of the first half, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Some people say it's hard to find good help today. When you have fire, water, or wind damage to your house, help is as easy as a phone call to home and business adjustment. Where you can find good help, you'll rarely hear the words, it's not covered, or we can't pay for that. At Home and Business Adjustment, we get you good money for good loss. When bad things happen to a building that you own, call 610-356-1344. And remember, if you have a fire, I'm the guy to hire. At Home and Business Adjustment, 610-356-1344. Welcome back to 
This edition of Saturday evening football here on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. Your Marple Newtown Tigers lead the Lower Marion Aces 12 to nothing. 50 seconds remaining in the first half, and after a huge punt return by Dion Davis, Lower Marion is set up for some put some points on the board here as Davis. In shock and takes a snap. He's looking, surveying the field. He fires it. He finds number 25 and just bounces off his hand. He was wide open and had some room to run there. If he would have shook off one defender, he would have been the end zone. But nonetheless, incomplete, going to bring up second down, Christo. It looks like the ball's a little bit wet. The receiver's gloves could have been wet, and he just dropped it. It was a good ball. Pattern was there. He should have caught it, and uh, who knows what would have happened. So second down and 10, 44 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 12-0 lead for the Tigers. Jones in shotgun, trips formation to the far side. He takes a snap. He's looking, sets up a scream. Well defended by Marple Newtown. And he is brought down by number 10, Noah Turner. Looks like he threw the ball last second. That's going to be intentional grounding. Noah Turner continues his excellent play for the fifth game in a row for the Tiger defense. No, absolutely. He brought pressure. He made a move, and he was sacking the quarterback. Quarterback should have just held on to it at that point. He knows nobody's around in here. I know he was trying to throw it out of bounds, but uh, you have to be, be care- you have to be, be you have to be careful because you need a receiver in the area. Yep, and that's going to be a loss of down as well, with 37.5 seconds to go in this first half. So after a huge punt return, Laura Marion. A lot of momentum, trying to put some points on the board. They are going to be moving back. Ball is going to be placed at the 45-yard line, so third down and long for the Aces. No, and that just seems to happen to this team, Lower Marion. They're in a good position, then always something happens to push them back to be out of the position. So, Leonard, let's... uh, as we wrap up this first half, uh, please go off of what we were talking about with uh, some new exciting things here at Marple. Yeah, um, Steve, as I was talking about, one of the big things we were, we were focusing on was the, uh, the facilities. I don't want to really kind of repeat that again, um, but Marple Newtown, I don't, I don't know how much I can reiterate this, is really on the rise. Um, it has been a drastically different district than what it was when I graduated in 2008, and I know much different than what it was when you graduated in 2009, and I think that over the next couple of years, we're just going to continue to build up on that momentum um, to be the district that everyone in this community wants it to be. Completely agree with you. I'm excited. Uh, being a uh, student here and now being involved with the football program the Tigers Radio Network, it's very exciting what's going on at Marple Newtown. We really appreciate what you and the rest of the school board directors do for this district. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on here today. As That previous play was an incomplete pass as Jones tried to throw it deep. And now Davis in on the punt. It's going to be a line drive and fielded by number eight, Carmen Christian. And he makes a few moves. He's up the middle. And he has running room. And he is... Uh, ball is loose. Ball is loose. That was a solid hit. Wow. It looked like he had running room in front of him. He's caught from behind. Ball comes loose, but Marple Newtown recovers, recovers it with 15 seconds to go here in the first half. 
hey, he did a nice job getting up the field, almost broke one there, but uh, Lower Marion guy was hanging on to him and then came through and made a nice little pop at the end to pop the ball out, but uh, thankfully, Marple recovers. We'll see what Coach Kicking does here with 15 seconds to go, up 12 to nothing here in the first half. As Marple Newtown will come out, four wide receivers, pistol formation, Fallis in the backfield. Pele takes a snap. He's looking. Throws it towards the sideline. Out of bounds. Incomplete. Intended for Abel Hoff. Yeah, 11 seconds left before the half here. And uh, the Marple Tigers are trying to work the outside of the field here. Catch the ball. Hopefully get out of bounds. Stop the clock and move your way up the field. But um, if you can't connect the pass to the receiver, then um, this clock stops anyway. So we got to try to see what we can do here. Marple Newtown, one timeout. Trying to work the sideline, as you said, their kicker hit a 45-yarder two weeks ago at Harridan, so if they can get in decent field position, they'll give him a shot as Paoletti steps back, throws it to Kostak. Kostak goes first down, out of bounds. Good execution there by the Tigers' offense. Now you're on the 49-yard line with 4.9 seconds left. You either step back, take a Hail Mary shot here, or you just try to kneel it and uh, come back for the second half. As Dash Dolgarian, the sophomore, enters the game. There's going to be a timeout on the field by Marple Newtown. Timeout on the field, Marple Newtown. Timeout. We're, we're going to keep it here and wrap up this first half with our guest, school board director and Marple Newtown alumni, Leonard Altieri. And Leonard, any final thoughts? No, again, I just want to thank you and James and the Tiger Radio's network for having me out here. I know I kind of touched on this a little bit, but the entire community is watching Marple Newtown football right now or listening to the Marple Newtown Tigers radio network as we have uh, are on the cups, excuse me, of, of making history the first time since 1977 where the Marple Newtown Tigers will be going hopefully tonight 5-0. and um, Anywhere you go in this community right now, people are talking. They're talking about the district and how much it has improved and, and how great the district is doing. And they're also talking about this football team. Uh, it has energized this community and it is really something that, that's been amazing and something that I've noticed um, over the last two and a half years. You're right, and wherever I go, it's outside the, uh, the high school, in the community, they always ask, you know, how are you guys going to do this week? Good game. Um, a lot of positive thing Coach Gicking has brought here. Uh, I met a guy out front of Italian Delight the other night, Jeff Frank, the class of 72. He was on the 1971 team, one of the two, um, two Central League champions in school history, and he was talking about how he's been following the team, and uh, it's just a lot of exciting things here at Marple Newtown, led by this football team. As the pass is thrown behind the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be a fumble intended for Weathers, but fortunately that's going to run out the half here. Uh, Leonard, I uh, appreciate you coming on here this first half, talking about the school district, and I appreciate your support and all that you do. And, Steve, I would just want to say the same thing to you. I appreciate you guys having me on here. I thank you for everything that you guys do, not just this uh, radio uh, broadcast, but the Twitter and the Facebook pages, really getting the information out there for the residents. Uh, again, I thank you for having me on here, and I look forward to, to hopefully getting in there again uh, next year. So thank you, Leonard. And the Tigers, both teams head to uh, the sideline to go into the locker room as the first half ends. Marple Newtown leads 12 to nothing. We will be back with second-half coverage. So take a break. 
get up, stretch, maybe order some pizza from our great sponsor, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, and come back here. We'll be back in about 20 minutes to provide you with second-half coverage of Marple Newtown football versus Lower Marion. You are listening to the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back to second half action of Marple Newtown football as they host Lower Marion. Uh, score is 12 to nothing as both teams come out on the field to loosen up. It's really the first cold game of the season, so muscles get tight. Got to make sure you uh, really are stretching uh, for the second half after being in the locker room. Uh, but we saw so far two turnovers by uh, Lower Marion and uh, turnover by Marple Newtown. So uh, we've also saw a safety forced by Marple Newtown, number 78, Luke Lazowicki, come up with that and makes the score 2 nothing. George Lambrizio has then added a uh, field goal to make a 5 nothing. And then early in the second quarter, Abel Hoff was on the reception end of the Anthony Paoletti touchdown in the red zone to make it 12 to nothing as Marple Newtown takes that into the second half uh, as they will receive. So, Christo, what can we expect from, let's start with Lower Marion, down 12 to nothing. They have to kick it off, play defense. What can we see out of them? You know what, right now, Steve, Lower Marion is on the – on the wall of just crumbling a little bit, okay? They need to get some points, whether it's a field goal, a touchdown, anything. Keep getting first downs, keep the ball moving, and they can be in this game. But Marple right now is taking advantage of, taking advantage of everything, taking advantage of field position, ball control, and scoring points. Um, if Lower Marion, you know, they're, they're much improved than what they were, past couple years. Um, they're doing a good job out here on the field, but um, sometimes things happen, penalties, um, sacks, fumbles, and Marple's taking advantage of that. And uh, Marple Newtown's going to receive the ball. What can you expect out of them in terms of run and pass? Um, up 12 to nothing here. Uh, we saw they, almost, they had the ball to one yard line to open up the game after Ryan Schneider turnover. Uh, what can we expect out of them coming out of the second half? You know what, I think Marple is doing a good job all around. Um, I think right now it's a little too close for Coach Gicking. I think he would like to score some points, um, get out of this a little more comfortable. Um, but right now they just have to keep the ball. Don't fumble, no turnovers. The wet, the weather looks like it's getting a little bit worse. Drizzling, windy, cold. And they just have to keep the ball right now and score some points. And uh, Let's talk a little about um, the Central League, some scores around the Central League. Um, we'll go off of last night. We had uh, Garner Valley defeat Springfield. Two upcoming opponents for Marple Newtown. Garner Valley won that game 34-18. to uh, We were also at Upper Darby, uh, shut out Pancrest 34 nothing. And I believe there was another game last night um, in the Central League. But was, they were the only two. Yeah, the rest the are being two. played tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, talk about you know some, some things around the Central. I know you're close with Haverford, graduating from there. You keep an eye on them and then coaching at Upper Darby. 
um, the past couple of years. What can you talk about uh, around the Central League? You know what? Hatford's doing a nice job. They're getting wins when they need to get wins. Um, they played a tough opponent last week in Stoga. Came out of there with a W. Um, they're playing Strathaven tonight, which Strathaven has not been as good as they have been in the past years. But um, Hatford's staying on point. Upper Darby is looking pretty good. Their defense is coming around. I think that they have the best running back in the league. He's leading the county in rushing and touchdowns. Um, offensively, they're putting points up, and if defensively, if they can keep playing well, I think they'll be a force to be reckoned with. And um, right now, they sit at four and one, as does Garnet Valley. And I think they meet up uh, in week nine this year, so um, it's going to be a good game. And the opening kickoff is up and away, and it is out of bounds. So it'll be another penalty for Lower Marion. It's Marple Newtown. We'll get good field position to start off this second half. The ball will be placed on the 35-yard line as Anthony Paoletti, the sophomore quarterback, leads his team out onto the field with a 12-0 lead. They try to add on to it right here. Yeah, I don't understand that on Lower Marion's part. Um, why not just try to kick it deep? You can cover the kick instead of doing a light kick like that and kicking it out of bounds. Paley takes a snap. He throws it to his man, number 11, Marcus Weathers. He is ripped and thrown out of bounds for a good first down gain. Paoletti does a nice job there, taking a nice quick three-step drop. Weathers running a nice out route, and he throws the ball for a six-yard gain there. Going to bring up second down and four for the Tigers' offense as Paoletti and the offense breaks the huddle. Four wide receivers, two to the near side, two to the far. Marlon Weathers, a freshman in the backfield, Hoff in motion. Gives it off to Marlon, goes off tackle, picks up a first down for the Tigers. Nice nice run by the younger Weathers there. He finds an open hole, makes a move, and cut, gets out of bounds for the first down. It's a nice run by him. As the chains move, ball is placed at the Marple Newtown 48-yard line. First and ten, Tigers. Tigers break the huddle. Four wide receiver. Set. Paletti in shotgun. Weathers next to him. Abel Hoff in motion. He takes it on the jet sweep. Cuts it up. Has running room. Picks up a first down. Ball is loose and goes out of bounds. That's the second time we saw that. Tigers lose the ball, but it rolls out of bounds, fortunately for them, and they pick up a few more yards on that. Absolutely. It was a great jet sweep there by Hoff. Um, The hole's opening up somewhere around the 50-40 yard line where the numbers are at. He's cutting it up and getting a first down, 10 yards to carry on that. It's looking pretty good. So, Marple Newtown with two first downs on this first drive of the second half. 11.35 to go. 12 nothing Tigers. First down and 10. Trips formation to the far side. Marcus Weathers in motion. Pistol formation. Weather, Paylady hands off to Marlon Weathers. He breaks a tackle, runs up the middle, and is close to another Tiger first down. Now right there is an inside zone play. You're reading a B-gap to B-gap play. You find the hole from the front side B to the back side B. He finds a front side B, cuts it up, makes a move on the linebacker, and gets about a six-yard gain there. It's a nice job by him. Lots of Bs there, Chris, though, but you're absolutely right. You're very technical. We love it. So do our listeners. And as Marple Newtown sets up double tight, two wide receivers, pistol formation, Marlon Weathers in the back, Hoff in motion, hand off to Weathers, and he is hit hard. 
Tough to see if he picked that up or not. Once again, running inside zone left there, running to the front side B gap, which would be in the space between the guard and tackle. And once you get that little hole open there, he can slip through and he runs for a one-yard gain there. So they're going to be short, bring up a big third down here. I would think a bigger play for that Laura Marion defense than Marple Newtown with that 12 nothing lead. So let's see if Marple Newtown can try to pick this up. Probably four down territory. This time, Paletti under center, under center, double tight. Weathers in the back, but Paletti keeps it driving forward. And it looks like he has just enough for the first down. So, Marlboro Town's O line gets just enough of a push on that D line of the Aces for a Tiger first down. No, absolutely. It's always nice when you have a good offensive line in front of you. You can move the line of scrimmage back and you can get a first down with um, with uh, QB sneak. So Tigers immediately on the ball, double tight, pistol formation. Pele takes a snap, he's looking, three-step drop, he airs it out, he has his man Abel Hoff into the end zone, touchdown Tigers! Nice route by Abel Hoff running a post flag, first going towards the field goal post, then turning it out towards the goal, towards the uh, pylons, which is a post flag, and he's wide open there, good ball by Paoletti for the touchdown. Great protection by that offensive line. Great route by Abel Hoff. And a great throw from Anthony Paoletti. And it looks like they're going to keep the offense on the field. Go for two here to try to make it 20 to nothing. So three wide. Hoff in motion. The pistol formation. Paoletti takes it. Rolls to his right. Has his man in the back of the end zone. And it is dropped incomplete through the hands of Marcus Weathers. Nonetheless, the Tigers strike. First here in the second half on the opening possession. They lead 18 to nothing with 9.56 to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible. They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004. Lambritos approaches and kicks his ball way out of bounds, out of the end zone for the Tigers. Great kickoff by uh, Lambritios for a touchback, Christo. It's great to have a kicker like that. I mean, touchbacks all the time. Offense is starting at the 20. You can get points with, him, with the 30 in. I mean, it's, it's once again, like I said, it's, it's a great weapon to have a good kicker. We see some alumni here. Chris McGiver walking up the stands here. 1997, I believe, football player here for Coach Smith. Uh, here at Marple Newtown, good to see some alumni back as the Aces take over. Down 18 to nothing. Jones on, in the shotgun, hands it off to Smith. He tries to get to the outside, but is bottled up for about a one-yard gain. You know what? There's nowhere to run there. Marple's defensive line is doing everything they can to bottle that running back up, and they're doing a great job. Linebackers are flowing and making plays. 
So Marvin Newtown continues their dominance on defense. Again, only allowing seven points per game through four games this season. Ranks eighth in the state of PA and AAA. Um, they are pitching a shutout so far. 9-18 in counting here in the third quarter. 18-0 Marple Newtown. Jones in the shotgun. Two running backs this time. He hands it off to Smith. And Smith tries to find his way. And it is tackled there by Kyle Kelly for about a three-yard gain. Kyle Kelly does a nice job flowing down the line of scrimmage, staying square, and making the tackle on that running back. If he doesn't make that tackle, that running back keeps running. So we're going to bring up a big third down here for the Aces. They have to get something going here, Christo, if they want to remain in this game already down three scores. No, absolutely. You have to keep the ball like we said after halftime. You have to keep the ball, have to keep moving, have to keep first downs, and have to get points. So Jones breaks the huddle. They keep with this formation. Two wide receivers, two backs in the shotgun formation. Jones takes a snap. He hands it off to Smith. This time he rolls to the outside, tries to find a land. I think he lunged forward and might have had it have enough for a first down. Let's see where they spot this ball. Looks pretty close there. I think he could be a little bit short, but we'll see. No, they're moving the sticks. Once again, a jet sweep there by Lower Marion. Um, totally different than Marple's jet sweep. Marple's receivers are blocking, and that's what you need for the jet sweep to work. Lower Marion's receivers are not blocking as well as Marple's, and the running back is having to make more moves to get the first down. So uh, first down pickup for Lower Marion. Much needed to keep this possession rolling for them down 18 to nothing. 8.14 to go. Clock is stopped after Smith went out of bounds on that first down run. Three wide receivers, two to the near side, one to the far. Jones in the shotgun. Hands it off to Smith. He goes the opposite side and is brought down immediately in the backfield. Nice play by Smith there. I mean, he is causing havoc in there. He's getting off the block, wrapping people up, and not letting the running back get any yards. Good job there by the Tigers' defense. Jones takes the play from his coach as he gets into the huddle. 7.45 and counting remaining in the third quarter. Aces come to the line. Three wide receivers, two to the far side, one to the near. Elijah Smith in the backfield. Jones takes the snap, hands it off to Smith. Tries to go up the middle, and he just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. Right there, the running back does a one cut and go. He one cuts it and gets up the hole and runs for about three yards there. But Lower Marion was starting back five yards so they're 15 yards to get a first down, so now they're third and ten. But uh, the running back is doing a nice job as a youngster. So a big third down play. Elijah Smith has been doing a great job. As you said, only a sophomore has been doing good filling in for Iglesias so far this season. And these reps were very important for him. Only a sophomore. He's you know has two more years in this program. So something to look forward for Lower Marion. Absolutely. They're in four wide formation. Jones takes a snap. He's looking, steps up, and he is hit and brought down. Kyle Kelly, Noah Turner, bring him down 
for the sack. Great job by the Tigers' defense. Kyle Kelly's doing a great job at that defensive end position. He is getting off the block, sacking people, doing a great job. Um, right there, he makes another play. Fourth down now, and make Larry Marion punt. Right now, if Marple can score here, six minutes left in the third quarter, right now I think you can put Lower Marion out. The Lower Marion, fourth and eight. They're going to bring out the punting unit. Number 26, Deion Davis, set to punt. Abel Hoff and Carmen Christiana to return. Davis kicks it, line drive, takes a Lower Marion roll. Marple Newtown backs away from it. And it's going to be down at about the Marple Newtown 35-yard line as they take over up 18-0 with 5.42 to go in the third quarter. That was a nice punt by Lower Marion. At least it got them out of their own field position, and now they switch field positions. Marple's going to be starting at their 35-yard line. Now, if they score here right now, it's going to be tough for Lower Marion even to stay competitive in this game. So this is where great teams separate themselves, trying to put away teams. Marple Newtown has an 18-point lead. Second possession of the first half. Their first possession ended with a Paoletti to Hoff connection for a touchdown. Hoff in motion here. Whistles on this field. There's going to be a timeout. Lower Marion. So we'll step aside here. You are listening to Marple Newtown football on the Tigers radio network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown football Tigers. Coach Dicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610 610- 359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And don't... Hey, Letty, shotgun formation. He rolls to the right. He has his man just out of the reach of senior wide receiver Chris Rufo, but a flag is down on the field. As the referees huddle up to make the call. A lot of flags this game, Steve. A lot of flags going on. Yeah, a little sloppy, as you can kind of guess in this kind of weather. Uh, it's going to be a holding on the defense as the flag was thrown about eight yards from the line of scrimmage on the defensive side. So it's going to be a holding penalty, 10-yard penalty, automatic first down for the Tigers. So they get a break there. Absolutely. Now let's see what Marble can do here with 535 left in the third quarter. And this could be a big swing in the ballgame. Abel Hoff in motion. Four wide receivers 
Paletti takes it. QB draw. He runs up the middle, runs over a defender, and is close to a first down. The big sophomore quarterback, Anthony Paoletti, rumbles forward. They're going to mark it just short, so second down and one for the Tigers. Anthony Paoletti does a nice job setting up like he's going to throw the ball. Hole opens up in front of him, takes off for a 10-yard game. That was a nice job by the young QB. Trips formation to the far side. Kostak to the near side. Abelhoff in motion. Fowler's in the backfield. Paoletti takes it. He's... Looking, he throws it deep. He has Kostak just out of the reach of him. He misjudged it, but if he had that, he had nothing but green in front of him. Would have been a Tiger touchdown. Bring up third down here. So I like to call, take a shot on second and short. And bring up third down and one for the Tigers offense. No, absolutely. It's a good call. Four wide receivers. It's called a divide play. You have the slot receivers lined up on the hashes, and there's one safety in the field. So the safety has to pick which side he's going to cover, the right or the left. There's always one guy open in that play. It's just a little overthrown. Paletti under center here. This looks like QB sneak written all over it. Double tight. Pele with a hard count, and he rumbles forward behind that big offensive line for a Tiger first down. Ryan Rhodes and the guards, McKee and Carr, get a good push there for the Tigers. It's tough to stop a QB sneak like that with a big O line like Marple has. No matter what side you pick to shoot the gap, Lower Marion, they're having a tough time stopping him on that. So Marple Newtown at the Lower Marion 44 with 435 and counting on the clock. 18 to nothing. Tigers looking to add to this lead here in the third quarter. Set up. Paletti, four wide. Takes a snap. Look in. He finds Abel Hoff towards the Tiger sideline. Hoff is brought down, but not before another Marple Newtown first down. And right there out of the four wide receiver set, you have outs going all over the place. Abel Hoff running a 10-yard out right near the 30-yard line. He's wide open. Cornerback doesn't step up to cover him, and he's just catching the ball all day. So first down and 10 for the Tigers. 4-10 remaining in the third quarter. Four wide receivers. Pistol formation. Fallows in as back. Pele takes a snap. Steps back. Looking. Steps up and finds his target in the middle of the field. Chris Rufo for a big first down. Down to the 10-yard line. And right there, Lower Marion is playing with two safeties now, so that leaves the center of the field open, meaning the center of the field right between the two hash marks are wide open because the safeties have to either go to the right side or the left side, so that middle of the field is open for that inside receiver or tight end. Good read there by Paoletti. She's under center, four wide. Quick throw out to Kostak. He gets it, cuts it up. Tried to go behind his blockers, crosses field, and he is going to be brought down for about a one, two-yard loss. You know what? Right there, if he would have just kept running, I think he would have had a nice game, but he was trying to cut it back. I understand he's trying to make the play, but sometimes you have to stay on your path, run full speed, and get outside, and probably would have had a couple-yard game there. Bring up second and goal for the Tigers. Paoletti breaks the huddle. Going to be trips formation. 
to the far side. Abelhoff to the near side. Pistol formation. Fowler's in as running back. Pele takes a snap. Surveying the field. Finds uh, just out of the reach. A little behind uh, Marcus Weathers, but he had him on a crossing route. Absolutely, and he had time to find his receiver. He was sitting in the pocket. Good throw. was just a little bit behind the receiver, and because the ball is slick, gloves are slick, he couldn't hold on to it. So third down and goal from the 13-yard line for Marple Newtown as Carmen Christiana checks into the game as wide receiver as well as number 16, Cameron Mathis, two junior receivers. Looks like the Tigers are going to go five wide, no back, empty set, three to the far side, two to the near, Paoletti in shotgun. Paoletti takes the snap. He's looking. He finds his man down on a seam route. What a grab by Marcus Weathers as he takes a big hit. No, incomplete, but a flag is down. That's going to be, they're probably going to call targeting or yeah, something like that. personal foul on the safety. I mean, he's right there to make the play. Instead of trying to level him like that, helmet to helmet, you can pick that pass off. And another flag is thrown. And another flag is thrown. So three flags down on the field, three separate penalties. <laughs> Coach Higgins trying to get his team to back up. So, looks like some players are losing their composure. It happens, but you gotta, you got to play smart. Now it looks like Laura Marion's coach is coming out on the field. Looks like we have a lot of flags out there. Let's see what they are. Coach Kicking brings his team to the sideline, trying to call the next play, but also telling his guys, don't be stupid. You have an 18-point lead, a chance to score. Don't make any bad decision, which could cost you, you know, to be thrown out of the game and also miss next week's game, which is a big matchup at Springfield. So I know Coach Kicking is saying that in the huddle right now. No, absolutely. You have to stay calm. You're up 18 nothing. You don't want to affect next week's game when you have another opponent coming up in Springfield. Springfield coming off a loss last night to Garner Valley, so they are hungry for a win. It's their second loss in a row, too. As they stand at 2-3. and three. Marple Newtown trying to go 5-0 and for the first time since 1977, the last Central League Championship team for Marple. And we had a few of those former guys come and talk to the team, Jock Peterson and George Schmidt, in the offseason. And there's going to be a timeout, Lower Marion, so we'll step aside. Marple Newtown leads 18 to nothing, 244 remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Welcome back to 
Crozier Keystone Stadium. We're high atop the 50-yard line on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. As both teams break the huddle out of the Lower Marion timeout, and there seems to be a discussion on the field right now. Not sure what's going on. But, Crystal, let's, uh, let's see. What, what do you call here? It's fourth and goal from the four-yard line. Uh, what, what can we expect? I mean, if I was calling a play here, I would like to run a two-wide receiver set to the far side of the field. We could have a slant route called, okay, and something nice and quick, a little three-step drop. Hopefully our D-back is playing off the ball instead of on, because if he's off, then the receiver can get that slant pattern run nicely inside with nobody bothering him, and he can score a touchdown easy. I've seen that happen a lot of times. Or you can just try to do a little curl route and try to get in front of the defender. But right now, it looks like they're going to run the ball. It looks like it's their meatball package. Not sure if they still call it that, but this time it's handed off to Abelhoff from the halfback position. He goes right off tackle to the right side behind big Luke Lazowicki. And that big package, touchdown Marple Newtown as they extend the lead 24 to nothing. And all it was was a power right. You're running two wide, I mean, two tight ends set right there with two fullbacks and a running back, and you're kicking people out, and you're moving the line of scrimmage into the end zone, and it's an easy run for Abelhoff. It's a good job. So they're going to stay on the field to go for a two here in that same formation. This time, Fallows in the backfield. Pele under center. He hands off to Fallows. Same play, same result. Two points good. Marple Newtown leads 26 to nothing with 2.41 to go. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Lambritio's set to kick off. He approaches the ball. It's a boot end over end. And it is dropped and rolled into the end zone for a touchback. Lower Marion will take over from the 20-yard line. Good kick there by Lambritios as Marple has extended the lead 26-0 with going two for two on possessions in this second half, Christo. No, absolutely. Um, everything is working right for Marple right now. Um, you just have to keep consistent. Don't get any trouble on the field. Don't try to get thrown out for next week's game. And you got to keep the pedal going, and you have to score another touchdown. We can get a running clock, and when everything will be okay. <clears throat> So Brandon Jones comes out to call the play. 2.41 remaining. Lower Marion down 26 to nothing, trying to get something going here. As they will be going back home next week to take on Ridley. Jones in shotgun, single back, four wide receivers. Takes a snap, hands off to Smith. And Smith comes through, gets a first down, and... 
They're going to call him down. Ball's loose. They're going to call him down, though. Looked like they got Marper Newtown there as they sent Gino DiCamona. Eight-gap blitz. Good pickup and a good run there by Smith for the Tiger first down. Oh, absolutely. It was a nice job by them. Um, right now, Lower Marion is just trying to stay confident. Okay, They're trying to move the ball, trying to work on the game, and just try to get better. They're going to get better. They're going to get better. They have a lot of young guys playing, and hopefully they can be a better team. Without a doubt. They've been playing tough tonight, although there's nothing to show for it on the board. They have battled Marble Newtown thus far. Just a few mistakes on offense cost them. Jones takes his shotgun snap, hands it off to Smith, who kind of bobbles the snap but regains it, and he's fighting for yards, and it's going to be bottled up for no gain. You know what? He's trying his hardest. He's trying to get a first down. He's trying to run, trying to find some holes. But uh, right now, Marple's defensive line is just too tough and closing everything down. Marple's defense trying to keep this shutout. It would be their second of the season, first coming two weeks ago at Harriton in Rosemont, PA, as they lead 26 to nothing, 130 and counting to go. Jones breaks the huddle, four wide receivers, two to the far far side, two to the near, Elijah Smith in the backfield. Jones takes the snap, throws it quick out, and it looks like it might have gone behind the line of scrimmage. There's no whistle. And another late flag on the field. It looks like that one's going to be going against somebody from Marple. But right there, the quarterback does a, a, a slip screen to the receiver, and it, it taps his fingertips and just rolls off and goes out of bounds. So it's an incomplete pass. Right now, there's a lot of arguing going on out there between the refs. <clears throat> yep, it's going to be a personal foul call on Marple. So not what you want if you're coach kicking with a 26-point lead here late in the third quarter, 112 remaining. As the referees are huddling up a lot of flags, we've seen a lot of yellow on this green field tonight. And... Trying to get the call right. And yet, they're going to mark 15 yards for Lower Marion. It's going to give him a first down here. It's going to be a first down. So, first down and 10. An automatic first down for Marple Newtown. Ball is going to be placed at the Lower Marion 47 yard line. And right now, if Lower Mary can just gain some confidence here, get some points, get a first down, um, they can move into next week looking for a W here. Some scores around Delaware County. Bonner beats Archbishop Carroll 7-6 to in a wet and muddy game. As Jones in shotgun formation, four wide receivers, takes the ball, throws it, and it is... Looks like it's nearly intercepted. Or they're gonna they're gonna call it incomplete. It was a forward pass, nearly intercepted. What a play by Kyle Kelly. Yeah, Lower Marion's quarterback just couldn't hold on to that ball. It slipped right out of his hands, forward, rolling and fumbling, and um, they're lucky that they called that an, an incomplete pass. More scores from around Delaware County. Delco Christian leads Jenkintown thirty-six to ten. 
That actually might be final now, as I believe the rest of the Central League games are going to be played tonight with a 7 p.m. kickoff. So we'll have those scores. Um, if you follow us on Twitter, at MN Tigers. So s- second down and 10. Jones. Shotgun hands it off to Nell. He pulls this time, and he is met in the backfield by Noah Turner. Does just what you do as a defensive end. Stays home, sits, reads the play, and makes a great read on the quarterback. Good job by Marple Newtown. Absolutely defensive and playing lights out tonight. They're all over the place. They're making plays. Defensive line is causing havoc. The backers are picking people up. Um, It's just a good night for Marple's defense tonight, I'll tell you that. Harry Gicking's calling a perfect game tonight as the clock continues to wind. 30 seconds left in the third quarter. Laura Marin's going to get one playoff as Jones breaks the huddle. Three wide receivers, one tight end, single back set. Jones takes the snap. He steps out, rolls to his right. And just a short pass to the feet of Mike Berg. So, tough pass. You know, you're getting pressured from the backside, backside defensive end. You've got to get that ball away on third down, try to make something out of nothing, and it's just incomplete. Going to bring up fourth down and 17 with 11 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown leads 26 to nothing. Number six, Tehran Johnson is now back with number eight. Carmen Christiana. As Laura Marion set the punt, Deion Davis going to get the snap from Brandon Jones. Good snap. Line drive punt. It's going to bounce. Marlboro Newtown's going to get away from it for no return. Good decision by them as the ball's going to roll to Marlboro Newtown's 38 yard line. As Paoletti in this offense will take over. And that is the end of the third quarter. Mark Newtown leads Lower Marion 26 to nothing. We will be back with the start of the fourth quarter. You are listening to Mark Newtown football on the Tigers Radio Network. Bryn Mawr Glass has been proudly serving the surrounding communities for over 75 years. We specialize in custom showers and tub enclosures. We also do mirrors, tabletops, fogged or cracked window repairs, even storms and screens. Our knowledgeable staff can provide the most up-to-date information in shower door hardware and designs. So come visit us at our newly remodeled showroom at 729 Westchester Pike in Havertown, Pennsylvania. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. We're back here high atop the 50-yard line in Crozier Keystone Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. The start of the fourth quarter, Marple Newtown leads 26 to nothing over Lower Marion. Marple Newtown, they can get past tonight. They will be 5-0 for the first time since 1977. As we talked about, we had two former players from that 77 and Central League Championship team, the last Central League Championship team in Marple Newtown program history, Jock Peterson and George Schmidt talk. George Schmidt, a former NFL player, 
As Paletti is set in shotgun formation, Weathers in motion. He steps back, throws it, completed to Tyler Kostak, and he picks up a first down, turns it off field. Good job by him as he crosses the 50-yard line for another Tiger first down. Tyler Kostak looks pretty good coming back off his injury. He's making little cuts in and out. He's running fast. He's staying like he's moving forward all the time. He's doing a nice job out there, receiver. Good job by him. His helmet comes off at the end of the play, so he will have to sit out for at least one more play. That's a gain of 15 yards from Paoletti to Kostak. Trips formation to the near side. Paoletti gets the snap. He's rolling. He has his man. Oh, Marcus Weathers, and he stays on his feet. He cuts in. He's rumbling down, and he's going to be pushed out at the two-yard line for Marple Newtown. What a connection from Paoletti to Weathers. Absolutely great job by Paoletti staying in the pocket, looking at his receivers over, seeing who's open. Weathers was covered pretty good. Ball just drops right in his hands, and Weathers does a nice job breaking a couple tackles and taking it down to the two-yard line. So Marple Newtown is set up for first and goal after the big reception from Weathers. And right here, Marple scores. We're going to be into a running clock fourth quarter where the clock will run nonstop. Paoletti in pistol formation. Marlon Weathers the halfback. Four wide receiver. Paoletti gets the snap. Throws a fade route to his big target, Weathers. And a good breakup there by number one, Rashawn Cook. For Laura Marion. Just a little bit underthrown there. I think it had a little more air, a little bit high for Weathers to go up and get. I think he could have had it. Just came out a little bit low. So they're going to bring up second down and goal. 11 18 remaining in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown leads 26 0. As they look to strike and extend this lead. <laughs> they can get out of this game. Healthy, they will have a big matchup next week as they travel to Springfield, PA, to take on the Cougars. Four wide receivers, trips formation to the far side. Marlon Weathers, the halfback. Pele takes the snap. He's rolling. He's rolling. Keeps time. Allen just out of the reach <clears throat> through the hands of number 16, Cameron Mathis. If he would have been able to bring that down, it would have been a... Great catch, but going to bring up third down here. You know what? The one thing he was doing, he was pressing the line of scrimmage until the last second until he could throw. He just threw across his body, so it was a tough throw. But if he would have just uh, kept kept running, I think he would have been able to get that touchdown there. <clears throat> and a little for, uh, change in the personnel. Looks like their big package is going to come in again. They're going to stack. They're lining up to the right side. Marlon Weathers the back. Paletti understand. He takes a snap, gives the Weathers. A lot of flags there. And it looks like it's going to be legal formation on Marple Newtown. One of their players was not set. So that's going to hurt them. That's going to move them back. Ball was at the two-yard line on third down. Was it a false start there? I know. Couldn't get the signal. Here we go. Oh, that's a 15-yard penalty. Not sure. Couldn't see what the uh, rough signal was on that. Looks like it could have been a 
Could have been a personal foul, maybe. A legal participation is might be the call. He tapped his top of his head with both hands. Um, we're going to need more explanation on that. Uh, <laughs> but that's a 15-yard penalty. That's huge. That now it's third down and goal from the 17-yard line <clears throat> for Marple Newtown. So they had it at first and goal from the two. Lerman did a good job on first and second down. As Marbury tried to throw it into the end zone. Two incomplete passes. Now they're going to move back a yard to 18-yard line. Now he's going to move it back. Yeah, this uh, referee crew is... Uh, he's going to move it to the 16 now. Now, now, he's, now he's going to keep it. 16-yard line. He's standing there. <laughs> the crew is all over the place tonight. The trip formation far side, Paoletti. Empty set here. <clears throat> Paletti in a shotgun. Five wide. He steps back. He's rolling to the left. Oh, he's open. Throw it. And he throws it in the end zone. And he finds his man, Marcus Weathers. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Yeah, he had a couple options there. Tyler Kostak was open in the flat, about five yards away from the end zone. Weathers makes a nice catch in the end zone for the touchdown. And it looks like right now we're going to be at a running clock. So they're going to send in Lambritios. So... Good job by the sophomore, who at times does not look like a sophomore, Paoletti. He surveys the field, scrambles to the left, buys some time as Weathers comes across and makes a great catch in the end zone. 32 to nothing, 10.57 to go as Lambritios is out for the kick. Good snap, good hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good. So with 10.57 to go, the Tigers lead 33 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings a pizza shop to your location. The pizza ovens, grills, fryers, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings right on site for your guests to enjoy, fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any special event. Also, like them on Facebook and don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisano's. Welcome back to Marple Newtown High School. As Marple Newtown leads the Lower Marion Aces 33 to nothing here in the fourth quarter. 10.57 remaining. Lambritios is set to kick this one off. And the ball falls again for the second time here. Looks like Carmen Christian is going to come and hold it on the tee as the winds are picking up here. It's about 6.15. Here on Saturday evening, whistle is blown. Lambritios is set. He approaches the ball. He kicks it end over end. It's going to just stop dead at about the 17 yard, but it's going to be picked up by number seven, Chris Goodwin, and he tries to find some room, but is tackled immediately. Good special teams play by Cooper Moss and Keith Van Cliff. So, 
We talked about 33 to nothing. Marlboro Newtown is leading the Aces with 10:51 to go. We see some substitutions here. A little new faces for the Tigers defense. With a 33-point lead, they're going to try to get some JV players in there. As Kevin Hahn checks into the game. And some others, Cooper Moss, Racine, and others. As Jones comes out, four wide receivers, Elijah Smith in the backfield with him. Shotgun. And... Little toss there, looked like a jet and a little toss to him, but couldn't hold it on. You're better off just handing it off there rather than trying to pitch it, especially in this weather. And they're going to actually call that an incomplete pass since it was a toss, you know, a forward toss. It's going to bring up second down and 10 for. The Laura Marion Aces here as Brandon Jones comes out, breaks the huddle. Four wide receivers, shotgun formations. Lone back is Smith. He hands it off to Smith, who goes up the middle and is stopped for about a two-yard, three-yard game. And you know what, Laura Marion's, they're, they're still fighting. They're moving people off the ball, and they're trying to get first downs. That's my fault, guys, out there listening. The score has to be 35 points for the running clock. We're at 33 now. Yeah, just two points away, but clock is running right now due to the last play by uh, Laura Marins. They kept it on the ground. Now we have a QB change, number 11. Delonzo is in the 10th grader. He takes a snap. And it's going to be a penalty marker. throw it before you blow the whistle. You know what? That's uh, the head of the Tigers radio network, James Alsman, right there. Uh, we, we have fun up here, and we appreciate Christo uh, coming out of retirement tonight. Nah, I appreciate James Alsman, all his help he's given me over the years. I appreciate Steve Reynolds. Nothing like good people. Greg Pecco, if you're out there and you're down there in uh, South Carolina, we miss you, buddy. <laughs> Definitely. We sure do. We also miss Eric and Dave, who couldn't be with us today due to prior commitments because of the postponement of yesterday's game. As Delonzo takes a snap, he runs off tackle, tries to get to the sideline, but he is hit immediately and thrown out of bounds by Cooper Moss, number 44. So it's going to bring up fourth down and about three yards, four, make that fourth and four, four. Lower Marin as they come out with the punting unit. Marlon Weathers and Cameron Mathis are set to return this one as Deion Davis is back 12 yards to receive this long snap. He gets it, and it's a fake. He runs to the outside, and it looks like he's going to have enough. He picks it up. Good play there by Lower Marion. As they pick up the first down on the fake punt. So, positive play there for the Aces as their offense will come back on the field. You know what? That was uh, quite a call by Lower Marion right there. Fake punt at your own 20-yard line, and you get a first down. That was a nice call by them. 
Yeah, and I'm sure Coach King can't be happy about that, even with a 33-point lead. But nonetheless, the young guys will remain on defense here to preserve this Harry-kicking shutout on defense. As Delonzo breaks the huddle, the sophomore in shotgun formation. Three wide receivers, single back. And there's going to be looks a timeout on the field here. Lower Marion's going to call a timeout. We're going to step aside here with 9.15 remaining in the fourth quarter. MN leads Lower Marion 33-0. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the 2015 Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Kicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Welcome back to Marple Newtown High School. MN leads 33-0 over Lower Marion. Delonzo takes a snap, hands it off to the running back number 12, Harry Shane. As he is tackled in the backfield for about a one-yard, two-yard loss. No, and you know what? These young guys out here, because I know Lower Marion doesn't have a freshman team, so these young guys are getting reps. They're trying to get some experience. It's a nice opportunity for them to play under the lights and see what it's like to be out here in a varsity atmosphere. Always good to see the young guys get some varsity reps, no matter what the score is, because they are the future of the program. As Delonzo, three wide receiver, takes a snap. QB keeper, and he is hit immediately. Kyle Tobin, initial hit, and is finished up by Dash Dolgarian. And you know what? Right there, the young guys are trying to run a QB ISO, but up front, you know, it's tough at being a young offensive lineman because you're a little unsure if you're doing the right thing. You don't want to get yelled at in Saturday morning films, but uh, they're giving a solid effort out there, Lower Marion, and they're doing the best they can, it seems. Laura Marion breaks the huddle. 7.59 and counting on the clock. Delonzo, three wide receivers, two to the near side. Single back is Shane. Shane takes the handoff. It's a fumble as he's hit in the backfield by number 68, Mike Miller. So he gets the tackle, forces the fumble, and recovers it. He gets a trifecta there. And Marple Newtown football. And you know what? That... that that's what happens. You have inexperienced guys on Lower Marion side trying to do the best they can, but wet, wet, wet conditions, football's wet, gloves are wet, and inexperienced, and they fumble the ball their way. And Marple Newtown will take over number 13 in that quarterback, Bobby Sidario, who is an excellent quarterback for Marple Newtown. As he will spell Anthony Paoletti. Number 33 is in, a, in the game for Marple Newtown as well. Racine at the running back position. Ball is dropped. Sedera uh, tries to make something out of nothing. And he is running 
cuts back, and he picks up great yardage here. So a fumbled snap. Sidero picks it up when it looks like it was going to be a disaster. He runs towards the Marbury Town side that cuts back for a huge gain. Great job, great composure by another sophomore, Bobby Sidario, and this Marple Newtown offense. Yeah, you know what? It's nice to see the sophomore out there playing. Um, I know he got some varsity time the past couple weeks, but uh, you know what? Right now, I guess the Tigers have made a decision of who they're going with, and he's getting some reps right here. Four wide receivers. Sedaria takes a snap, hands it off to Racine. He busts through that line and picks up some good yardage there. He's going to be down about the two-yard line. Going to bring up second down and goal for the Tigers. Racine did a nice job finding the open hole there, and he finds the hole. He runs for about a six-yard gain. He's doing a nice job out there. Sedaria takes the play from Coach Kicking. Sedaria is a great kid, as you said, was competing for a quarterback job. Paylight, he was a starter for tonight's game, but every opportunity Sedario gets, he will take advantage of it, and he keeps on working hard as he is in shotgun, takes a snap, hands off to Racine again. Racine goes behind that big offensive line and scores a touchdown. Good job by that young offensive line up front as the senior Racine puts it through for a Tigers touchdown. MN leads 39-0 pending the Lambrizio's extra point. And you know what, Steve, now? We have a running clock. There you go. There's your running clock. Lambritios tries to make this a 40 to nothing lead. Kicker with a bunch of points tonight, too. The Kyle Tobin snap is good. Hold is good by Christiana. The kick is up, and it is good by Lambritios. So with 6.36 to go here in the fourth quarter, Marple Newtown leads 40 to nothing. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times. Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. Welcome back to Saturday Night Football here at Marple Newtown High School. I'm Steve Reynolds. Alongside of me is Chris Garavellas. Marple Newtown leads 40 to nothing. As sophomore kicker now is in the game to relieve George Lambritius, who's had a heck of a day. Soccer game and now a football game. Riley Philman kicks it off. It's high. End over end. It's bobbled by Lower Marion and... A solid five, six-yard return there for the Aces, number 20, Brandon Jordan. And another flag out here. Let's see what the call is. We talk about a day that George Lambrizio's had. He actually started the morning with his SATs, then went, played a soccer game, came here, transformed just like Superman into his football outfit, kicked a field goal early in the first quarter, and has added a few extra points. 
and a few touchbacks for the Tigers. If you talk about Chris, it's such a weapon to have, not only with you know the extra points and field goals, but with those touchbacks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about it over and over again. But if you can have a kicker in your on your team that can kick field goals from the 30-yard line in, it helps so much because even on stalled drives, you can still come away with points. And when you come away with points, that equals wins. So it's going to be a flag on Marple Newtown as Delonzo, the sophomore, is in that quarterback now after a nice game by the senior Brandon Jones. Delonzo, three wide receivers. The lone back is Shane. Handoff is to Shane. He goes up and he's brought down by Mike Miller, another sophomore for the Tigers. So we talked about some sophomores that Laura Marion's had and Marbury Town has a lot of sophomores with a lot of talent. So the future is bright for both of these teams. This is going to bring up second down and 11, 5.33 and counting, running clock with the 40-point lead by Marple Newtown. And right now, all you can hope for is just come out of this healthy. If you have a nice backup playing here, okay, I see the younger Weathers out there. He's playing defense. He's getting some reps. Let's just hope everybody stays healthy. There's no problems, and you get ready for next week at this point. Ball is snapped. Handoff this time goes to number 21. We do not have a name on the roster for number 21, but nonetheless, the tackle is made by Dash Dolgarian coming from his bull middle linebacker position. Great job there by another sophomore. It's good to see all these sophomores that are Kevin Hahn, we see out there, Mike Shelley. Um, a lot of guys out there, Mike Avellino, you see Dylan Tui. So a lot of guys getting playing time, Dan Payne. Um, and I know they're going to yell at me on Monday when they don't hear their name on the broadcast, but <laughs> I can't go through all of them, guys. But uh, no. the sophomores are doing a good job here tonight. As Delonzo has four wide, single back. This time he keeps it, and he is met in the backfield. This time Kevin Hahn, as well as Dolgarian, bring him down for another loss. Fourth down and long coming up for Laura Marion. Yeah, right there, you're a young QB getting some varsity reps on a night game here, and you still have to go through your progression. Right there, it was an inside zone replay. The defensive end was staying home. There's no reason the QB should have kept it. He should have gave it to the running back. The running back probably would have ran for a couple positive yards. But he's inexperienced, and he's trying, and he keeps the ball, but he gets tackled for a four-yard loss there. So Deion Davis set the punt. Last time he came in the punt was a fake. Good execution by Lower Marion. Brandon Jones' snap is short. Jones gets on a bounce. Good composure by him to just get it off. As Dylan Tui and number 28 for the Tigers were in on the receiving end of that. That was Manveer Gruel. So Tigers will take over at their 35-yard line with a 40 to nothing lead. 3.22 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown well on the way to 5-0, and the first time since 1977, 38 years ago. And they have a big matchup ahead of them next Friday night at Springfield High School to take on the Cougars, who will come in that game at 2-3. and Three tough losses they have 
suffered, but they are a good football team that will be coming ready to play. As Sidario is in shotgun, takes a snap, hands it off to this time. Number 24, Dan Payne. And he tried to find some running room. Number 34, excuse me, Keith Van Cliff. Good job by the Tigers. No, absolutely. Um, let's talk about the next couple weeks, Steve. You guys have Springfield, Conestoga, and Garner Valley. Um, three tough games in your schedule. Um, it'd be nice to go in there and get all three wins. Um, it's going to be tough to do. But hopefully you guys get those wins, and then we'll move on to the playoffs. Without a doubt, Christo, uh, they're going to be all three of them are going to be tough games. As you talk about Springfield coming at two and three, then you have Conestoga coming here on homecoming, October sixteenth. Familiar foe, uh, Coach Gicking and some of his staff members uh, coming over there from two years ago. Uh, that team led by Coach Vogan. And then week eight, you're going to Garnet Valley, which they're always a tough to opponent, especially at their house. So it's a tough three-game stretch in front of them. We'll see how Marlboro Newtown will fare as they start this season off 5-0. and Yep. Sidario, three wide receivers, Racine in the backfield. Stairs takes the ball, hands it off to Racine. He goes up the middle and is going to lunge for it. He'll get that first down. Good job by that young offensive line to get a push. Yeah, Racine is doing a nice job out there. He's finding the open hole that the O-linemen are making. He's running the ball hard. He's getting first downs. He's keeping the clock running and the chain's moving. Five-yard gain there for Racine. Sidera gets the play call from Coach Kicking as we are at a minute left here in the fourth quarter. The Tigers lead 40 to nothing here Saturday night now. As the skies get dark. Three wide receivers set. Sidero takes the snap. This time tries to find some running room on his own. And he's going to be met in the backfield for about a one-yard loss. So they'll bring up second down and 11. That should be the last play of the game. As Coach Kicking has the players put his helmets on. Line up at the 50-yard line. Not sure if they'll have to run one more play or not. This should be okay. 14, 13. That's about it. And if they do, I'm sure Coach Hickam will just take a delay of game and want to just take a knee. But, no, they're going to call this game. 3, 2, 1. Marple Newtown is 5-0 and for the first time since 1977 as they finish this five-game stretch, posting their second shutout of the season. Great job by Marple Newtown. Great effort by Lower Marion as they hung tough throughout three quarters with Marple Newtown. Marple Newtown, though, found their way and uh, imposed their force on a 40 to nothing victory. Christo, some final thoughts? You know what? It was a great game. Um, Lower Marion is much, much improved than who they, what team they were the past couple of years. They're doing a nice job over there in Lower Marion. It's just going to take some time to get some kids together in that program. They have a good youth core there right now. Sophomore running back does a nice job. Um, they're going to be pretty good coming up, much better than they were. Uh, Marple, once again, they're coming in. Just keep winning games. Um, you can't 
pick who you're playing. So whoever you're playing, you have to get those wins. Um, next week's going to be a tough test. Then the week after that, then the week after that, you have three tough games in a row. Going to see where you stand in the Central League. Um, Central League is still kind of wide open here with Garner Valley, Upper Darby, Haverford, and Marple all hanging near the top. So it's going to be a nice year. And again, thank you, Christo, uh, for coming on this broadcast in such short notice, again, with the postponement of last night due to inclement weather um, of the Hurricane uh, Joaquin. Uh, you know, it was a short notice that players found out a half hour before the game. Uh, you know, just because of player safety, wasn't really smart to play in wet conditions. But nonetheless, both teams came out tonight ready to play, 4 p.m. start. And a little different for us, a little reshuffling in the booth, but we do appreciate you uh, coming here, Chris. So we do appreciate our school board director, Leonard Altieri, stopping by in the first half. And as always, we appreciate our uh, executive producer, James Osman. Um, next week, the Marpeduton Tires will play the Cougars of Springfield High School on the campus of Springfield High School with a 7 p.m. kickoff for Friday, October 9th in Springfield, PA. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and be and can be heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownsFootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2015 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on MarpleNewtownsFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MN Tigers and at MN Athletics, and on Instagram at MN Tigers. Color commentator engineer Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric DePantima. Leonard Altieri, director of the MN School Board, uh, head football coach Chris Gicking, dean of students and athletic director Chris Gicking, game clock operator Frank Rufer, spotter in the booth Tommy Peel, statistician Steve Smilk, executive producer Jim Alsman, and our color guy tonight, Christo Garavels. Again, we appreciate it. Thank you to all the following sponsors that made this broadcast possible, the Philly Pretzel Factory, Dr. Tom Graziano, and the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Sprawl Lanes, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, My Way Entertainment, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Anthony's at Paxson, Brimmark Glass, DZO Mechanical, and Zenith Public Adjusters. I'm Steve Reynolds. From the entire broadcast crew, thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Hey, Tigers fans, did you know that only the Philly Pretzel Factory can make the Philadelphia Pretzel? Because they have authentic, genuine quality of a Philly Pretzel. They're always hot, always fresh, always a great deal. When I go to the Philly Pretzel Factory, I know I'm eating the original Philly soft pretzel. Bring them to a sporting event, a work party, even for a quick snack, and you can be sure that the Philly Pretzel Factory will deliver a pretzel of great taste and value. Stop in today at any of their locations, including Broomall, Springfield, Folsom, and Bryn Mawr. Or visit their website at phillypretzelfactory.com for a complete listing of locations in the Delaware Valley. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com.